Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Monzai Popcast. I'm your host, Mike. I'm your host, Tyler. Sorry, I tried to fuck you up. Uh, I was by ready. Myself up. You were ready. You, you I was did fucking good. ready. You did good. You had it. How dare you? Are, you? are you? Are you ready today? I don't know. Are you ready for today's Bonsai Popcast? Are you ready for it? No. <laughs> no. Such a baby. Oh man, how's everybody doing? Everybody doing good? That's great. Awesome. Cool. So yeah, today we got plenty of things to talk about. Uh, some some interesting things are currently tw uh, twending. Oh my god! All right, we guess we're gonna we're gonna be like that today. Um, you're twending. So tech. Yeah. So according to Twitter, technology trending is Android 18. Uh, by the way, this is an anime and video games podcast where we also talk about name bullshit for half of it. Um, well, the first yeah, half to make it, sure that it, everybody else leaves beforehand yeah. <laughs> before we get to the um, things that people want to hear about. Yeah, exactly. Uh, or skip through the entire podcast to get to the things that they want. I wonder if anybody does about. that. I mean, they're probably gone already, but if you do that, let us know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Email at us. Email us at uh, bonsaipoptteam at gmail.com. Yeah. I think we have a pop. I think we have a podcast email, but oh, we I do. don't know if I can get into we it do. anymore. Uh, I might be logged in on it. Uh, here, help. Mm. I can fucking tell you right now. Cool. Uh, that's really fun. It's really fun audio. Um, so, yeah, Android 18 is trending in technology uh, for no reason. It's just a bunch of porn of Android 18. Um, okay. Gundam is trending for no reason. Uh, it's just people just talking about Gundam, probably because cool. the G Witch series is doing really well, mm. uh, which is good. I mean, that's that's good that a new Gundam series is doing well. Yeah, uh, everybody's been saying I have to watch it, or like I know Witch from Mars or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, Gohan is trending with Piccolo. Why is all this anime shit fucking trending? It's just people drawing Gohan, mm. uh, dude. How long? Have people been just fucking drawing Gohan? <laughs> and like long time, man. Long Dude, time. they can't, can't stop. Won't stop. Just can't get enough of that fucking shit. Uh, Cowboy Bebop is trending. Um, I wonder why. I'm not even looking at anime trends. It's just shit that's like showing up. Uh, Shinichiro Watanabe bluntly says the live action oh, Cowboy yeah. Bebop mm -hmm. series has only made his anime look better in comparison. <laughs> so so remember remember the uh the interview that I was telling you about yesterday? Mm-hmm. That's part of that interview yeah. is uh he talked about getting sent the live action Cowboy Bebop and he stopped watching after the first scene. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and wow. I think the exact quote it's something around the lines of that wasn't Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> Japanese people don't fuck around, yeah. dude. Like they don't like something, they're just like fuck this. Like just a hundred percent. Dude, he super fuck doesn't this. fuck around. Like uh, for mm. for people who don't know, a new interview uh, with Sunichiro Watanabe came out uh, about Cowboy Bebop specifically and his just which history. He created. Yeah, which he created. He he was the director of and his history and how it came to be and how he got to where he is today and and all sorts of stuff like that. Stuff that would have been you know great to know you know like a month ago when we put out a Cowboy Bebop video about the history of Cowboy Bebop. Uh, and, and it goes all the way back to like you know talking about how he started working at Sunrise and mm -hmm. he showed up for like the exam to to uh get hired. And he had no idea that it was like a formal thing. He showed up in jeans and a t-shirt and everybody else was in a suit. A Japanese guy didn't know that something was yeah, fucking formal. Yeah. Is he, is there something wrong with him? And then 
and then he didn't know that there was an interview immediately after the exam either. So he's sitting wow. down in front of three people, two of them looking at him very disapprovingly. Uh, see. While he proceeds to tell them the the anime that they're currently coming out with sucks ass. <laughs> wow. And was for whatever Cal- reason, I can't remember what the other guy's name was, but it was like his mentor at Sunrise um, uh-huh. really liked him. And he vouched for him and they hired him anyway. <laughs> yeah. So it's like interesting. That would have been an awesome fucking thing to put in our video that basically Watanabe almost didn't get a job at Sunrise. <laughs> wow. So wait, was was Cowboy Bebop put out by Sunrise? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Man, Sunrise had some really, really good fucking 90s anime. Yeah, they had a ton of really good 90s anime, and, and B-Pop was one of the, you know, big ones. And he goes yeah. into a lot of stuff that we talk about, too. Like, he goes into uh, the, the whole Bandai visual thing in, in Bandai, like, the toy company, wanting, mm-hmm. like, uh, space stuff because... Sorry, Star Wars was really popular, and they were selling a lot of Star Wars toys and whatnot. So they wanted mm-hmm. more spaceship stuff. Yeah, I knew about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and and then they totally closed the thing. But Bandai Visual was like like a completely like new branch of the company that picked it up instead. So yeah, it, it was a really interesting interview. It's pretty long, um, and it's really too bad that it didn't come out a month ago. <laughs> that's surprising. Yeah, that's surprising for uh. There's a lot of uh interviews out there with Japanese creators that are like three sentences long. They're like, oh, Dude, this thing's long. This? It's like yeah. a 15 minute read or something. It's it's interesting. It's pages. Yeah. So yeah, so Mr. Beast is trending too. When did Mr. Beast become like a controversial figure? Uh, as soon as he got a lot of money. I, well, he always had a lot of money. No, as soon like, as he got didn't a he lot get famous? of money. Didn't he get famous for like giving a pizza guy like 10,000 bucks yeah, as a tip or something like he that? he got famous for that, but that wasn't his money. Whose money was it? The sponsor for that video. Like, oh. the, the reason that that video went big he's told the story before i've listened to it on podcasts or something uh but he got famous well he also got famous for like counting to a hundred thousand yeah insane stunts you know but the yeah, the pizza yeah. thing was like you know he told i don't remember what the uh sponsor was but he was like give me an extra ten thousand dollars and i promise you the video will go viral oh okay and he's like ten thousand, or, or give me an extra, I think five thousand dollars because they were paying him five thousand, and he gave mm-hmm. all ten thousand to the pizza guy, and the video went right. viral. And like that's yeah, of course, yeah, and, and you know that's been his fucking uh, mo for the entirety of his YouTube career is like he puts, giving away money. Well, no, he puts the money that he makes back into everything. You know, like one yeah. of his most recent things was he like cured a hundred people's blindness or something. Or a thousand what? people's blindness. <laughs> Apparently, That's a crazy. lot of blindness in the U.S. is really easy to cure. Uh, yeah, I mean, you just get LASIK. Well, whatever. Yeah, part. but it costs fucking money because our, you know, our fucking mm-hmm. healthcare is shit. So tons of people can't afford it and are blind for essentially no reason other than they don't have the money to pay to see again. Yeah, Devin's Devin's legally blind. Like she like her vision is fucked. Like mm. if she's not wearing her glasses. Even when she's wearing her glasses, her vision is fucked. But when she's not wearing it, like she can only see like the shape of a face. Right. You know? Like it's it's pretty bad. But yeah, a lot of his like mentality is not like, oh, I'm getting rich and famous. It's I'm putting all the money that I made this month back into the channel to make the next big thing. And I mean, you can see it in the stuff that he does. Like I don't 
necessarily like watching his videos, but I have a lot of respect for the mentality. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, like, there's also like uh, the Mr. Beast Burger thing is kind of weird. Um, the Mr. Beast chocolate that like you yeah. can't fucking get away from that shit. Uh, it's fucking like everywhere. I, I or whatever it's called. I can't remember exactly, but no idea. I, I mean, it's just chocolate. From what I understand, it's like nothing special other than it says Mr. Beast on it. But well, I mean, same thing with his fucking burgers, like. I'm sure that his well, burgers aren't anything do. special. I don't know. I'm, I, I'd be interested to try Mr. Beast Burger. I don't right, know. Like, Mike, you I know mean, what? Do you, do you open up DoorDash right now. Do you have Mr. Beast on there? <laughs> no. Oh, you don't <laughs> no, have it anywhere near you? No, no. Okay. No, what? When you move here, we will do a Mr. Beast, uh, Beast Burger podcast where we review. Okay. We just order like 18 things on the menu and we just review his fucking food <laughs> okay all right because i i'm like about 95 percent sure i could get it in you know half an hour here adderall is trending great wonder why great <laughs> love it day six of no pharmacies within 30 miles able to refill adderall prescriptions for myself slash my son this is from rebecca jones with a blue check mark um Called another nine today. Nothing. The official advice is to cut back or cut in half. Yeah, hard to do that when there isn't any available to cut. And P.S. That's terrible advice. Wow. Uh, so many fucking people are just like bitching about the fact that they can't get fucking Adderall. Apparently. Yeah. Uh, apparently there's a big Adderall shortage, which like that's not good because like it's not great for the, the people who really need it and college yeah. kids. <laughs> Well, the thing is, is that like Adderall is actually addictive. It is. So like yeah, there's a certain point where like you're going to go into like nasty Adderall withdrawal, which like isn't as bad as like something like heroin, but um, it will make you a fucking asshole, you know, for like X amount of time. Yeah, it's definitely not something that you want to run out of. So that's good. I mean, at least it's not at least it's not insulin. Not that anybody can get that anyway. Oh, let's check this out. Yeah, apparently, have you talked to Austin at all? Uh, I Loxton? messaged him earlier this month because I wanted to go yeah. down and hang out with him and play the Darkest Dungeon board game that we both bought, but I have nobody to mm -hmm. play with because neither Grant or Jack will play board games with me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is wrong with fucking Virgos and board games? What? All Devin wants to do... <laughs> What? Devin will play board games with you. Like when we move there, Devin will Fuck play yeah. fucking board Thank games you, with Devin. you all day. Uh, and Wiley, yeah. there already is a gold check mark. We don't have to wait for it to be released. It's already out. Yeah, it already exists. It already exists, yeah, it's man. A, it's, a, it's a thing. Um, it's for real. It, I, everything that Tyler and Devin are into that I'm not into that's like inexplicable, it's a Virgo thing. It's just <laughs> it's just the way it is. Um, Mike, what's your sign? The fuck a Libra, best sign ever. Libra. That's why that's why I'm an entertainer and unpredictable. You're a Libra anyway. queen. Oh, uh, technically, Jack, I am a I am a, a Libra Libra Virgo cusp. So my birthday is the 27th of September. Yeah, I'm like I'm like two days away from having been a shitty Virgo. Uh, but yeah, so it's and and my my <laughs> and the discord chat just going oh like it makes you make all <laughs> the sense now everything and has my, been summed up nicely <laughs> my moon sign is taurus yeah <laughs> uncharted 5 is trending are they actually teasing uncharted 5 because that would be fucking awesome dude they go so hard on uncharted games 
I haven't played an Uncharted game in a long time. I do own the first four. You haven't played four yet? I've played, uh, I think I was playing through them, like, in order, and I stopped either, Mm -hmm. I think I stopped around three, I haven't gotten back to it. I started playing, I think, you know what, I think that's when Elden Ring came out. Oh, was it? Oh, shit. Yeah, because, like, well, three isn't as good as two. Uh, Three is better than one. One is pretty bad. Um... I mean, if you haven't played any other Uncharted games, like one, I liked you know, one. You well, just play that first. That's why I was going through. I was going through them in order because I hadn't played any of them. Yeah. Uh, but when I got the PS5, what was that? Two fucking years ago now, or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. then nothing came out for it. Still, uh, you know, I started buying old PS4 games to play. So I got, I think, I don't know, during one of the holidays, the entire like Nathan Drake collection was on sale, so I just bought it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or I, I think the I thought the Nathan Drake collection was like in the PS Plus shit. Maybe it was. I don't remember. But the point is, yeah. is that I, I have access to it. Yeah. So the Nathan Drake collection is actually pretty good. Like I never played Uncharted while they were coming out because mm-hmm. I didn't like particularly care. Like they kind of looked like bro games. But uh, when I did finally get around to them, I mean, they're fantastic, dude. Like, oh, yeah. I I really, really enjoyed those games. Um. Like I said, two is definitely, I think, the best out of the original trilogy. Mm -hmm. Three is a little bit of a a weaker entry, but it's still better than one. And then four is like, I mean, Uncharted 4 is like, I I don't even know if like how to compare it to the other ones, Mm -hmm. because it's like, I mean, it's so visually stunning, like even for a last generation game. You know, when, when we first started making YouTube videos, like, I mean, 20, you know, 14, uh, yeah. Nathan Drake was like the mascot for PlayStation, you know, Mm -hmm. like he was Mm -hmm. the guy. Yeah, he was why you bought a PlayStation. So he like, I mean, we made a Nathan Drake video on Treesicle because he was so popular. Uh, And then really well too. fucked up every single name in that script (laughs) and then went to (laughs) Europe. So (laughs) it's a great video. You should watch it if you haven't. Uh, There's uh, a bunch of fuck ups in how to pronounce things because it's all like russian or german whatever yeah and grant definitely didn't play the games he didn't play so. the games so he fucked them all up and then left to go on vacation and left me and kevin saying uh how the fuck do we fix this so th- there's mm-hmm. kevin and i become scientists in the video they get more and more mad every time grant fucks up another pronunciation wow yeah that's funny that's i mean that's a good creative way to like make that not make everybody upset of course that was a different time yeah I mean, I it feel was like, a very different time those videos yeah, are rough i feel like <laughs> yeah all right so so one of the things that we talked about a little while ago was um i i, I mentioned the melting man like the real the real melting man um okay. and people seemed like they were interested in it smart uh, back stuff. when we were talking yeah, maybe, kind of. Uh, this is back when we were talking about the Dietlov Pass incident, which um, was fun. That was that was that was a fun episode. I think we actually we got that one out. So um, that was when Tyler decided that the true culprit was a bee. Well, uh, a radioactive bee. Let's be clear. Yes, a radioactive. Let's bee. be clear. Bee man. Not just a bee. This was very dangerous. To everybody involved, especially... Right, well, they all died. Well, yeah, exactly. Especially Horribly. the person who uh, is allergic to bees. Okay, so so I did find a pretty good document on uh, the Melting Man. Yeah. Um, so his name, I'm going to try and pronounce this. It is Portuguese. He's Brazilian. Okay. Um, 
I think it's Joel Prestis Fijo. You, you want to like? Uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, I'll put that yeah, in the put chat. Yeah, put it in the chat. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know if we have any Portuguese people in the chat, but uh, there it is. Oh, I don't wow. know. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know how to pronounce that name. Pronunciation. Again, this is great audio content, Tyler. You're killing it over there. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, it's John, dude. That's like the equivalent. Here, that makes on. sense. Joao. That makes sense. Joao. Joao. All right. It's more like a rolling J. Jo. 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 Okay. Like, Joao Prestis Fijo. I'm assuming that's Fijo. F-I-L-H-O. It could be Philho, but I'm assuming it's Fijo. Fijo? I don't know. Okay, so just so everybody knows, the story doesn't end well for uh, Joao. All right. <laughs> well, uh, it's, so I'm it's reading... not called The Man Who Lived For A Thousand Days, you know? It's called yeah. The Melting Man. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so this is off of UFOinsight.com. Uh, this was written by Marcus Loth on March 30th, 2018. So I'm going to try and really like get through most of this. There's, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, but I found this to be kind of like the, one of the better articles on it. All right. So although there very well could be numerous other reasons for the sudden agonizing death of 44 year old Joao Prestes Fio in Brazil in March 1946. The grim and gritty account tends to remain predominantly in UFO circles, perhaps due to other similar cases that would make uh, would take place in Brazil over the decades that followed. So this is one of the things that's like important to note is that like Roswell for us was kind of like this one incident. Um, obviously it was covered up by the government uh it was you know they said it was a fucking weather balloon all this kind of stupid bullshit uh brazil like f- before and after has had thousands of ufo sightings like what they call what they call a flap um which is like basically like Anytime there is a massive amount of sightings of anything paranormal or, you know, UFO related or anything like that, they call it a flap. So when the Mothman stuff happened in West Virginia, that was a flap. Like not only was a Mothman showing up all over the place, scaring people, everything, there was also UFOs constantly on a regular basis so much that people would get together and go outside and all look at the fucking ufos together because they knew when it was going to happen it was that fucking regular it's crazy but brazil brazil had it way worse so Um, what you're saying is that aliens like brazilian steak portuguese steak uh yeah well no yeah yeah it's portuguese steak well, there is Brazilian, it's Brazilian steak steak houses. steakhouses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you pay fifty dollars and you eat all the steak you want. Yeah. Who do? Who doesn't like that? I'm just saying yeah. that's why they're going. I assume that Brazil has the most Brazilian steakhouses per capita of any country. Well, okay. So think about it this way, right? Like, if they're if like the whole ancient aliens thing has any merit or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Where are the places where the ancient aliens had monuments and you know all sorts of the the pyramids, the ziggurats, the fucking you know the Mexican periods? There's a ton of pyramids. There's a ton of stuff like that in South America, all over the place. So if yeah, you're gonna, I mean, the Incas are Peru. That's right, the but there's a ton are. of other shit. Well, it's not necessarily ziggurats, but there's pyramids all over the fucking place in South in South America. Right. Um, yeah, like like it's it's a. I mean, not only that, but they had like oh, sky temples, Aztec, dude. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah, Mayan Aztec. They had a ton of like sky temples and shit. I'm pretty sure there's some down in Argentina, like crazy stuff, right? So it makes sense that the aliens would come back to to South America, where obviously they had like a lot of fucking followers. Not necessarily, you know, there isn't a lot of stuff that really talks about that because ancient alien stuff is a little bit like, I mean, even in the UFO circles, that shit's a little bit wonky, but regardless, um, the encounter remained relatively unknown from the West of rest of the world until why am I having, why do I have a speech impediment today? Anyway, dude, until French magazine. Yeah. (laughs) Here we go. Phenomenes special ran a story on the incident in 1971. The piece was the work of professor Felipe Machado Carrion and ufologist Irina Silviera. Many other UFO researchers researchers have examined the case both before and since, and it remains one of the most mysterious on record. In fact, as we'll look at later, this part of the world seems to have more than its fair share of such deadly UFO type encounters, as I said before, Brazil. Crazy. Um, So this is the Aracaraguama incident. Following a day fishing on the Tiete River near the small village of that word I just said, in Brazil on the 4th of March, 1946, Joao Prestesfio and Salvador dos Santos would pack up their equipment into their horse-drawn cart and begin their journey home. Fio would take Santos home first, bidding his friend farewell before heading to his own house. His surroundings were a blanket of black. Uh, Aracariguama was yet to enjoy the benefits of electricity. Furthermore, most of the village, including his wife and five children, had traveled to San Roque, around seven miles away, to celebrate the carnival season. Fio hated such festivities and so chose to spend the day fishing with his like-minded friend. Sounds like a fucking dad. Mm -hmm. Uh, Upon returning home, however, he realized his wife had forgotten to leave him a key to enter the property tired and hungry he searched the property for a way to gain entry he spotted a window that was open and managed to squeeze himself through it as soon as he did so a strange feeling permeated his body he had an intense feeling that someone was watching him he turned quickly to look out of the window expecting to see someone looking back at him instead of a person however a brought a bright hot light struck his body Fio instinctively placed his hands to his face. The whole incident lasted a matter of seconds, but he felt a burning sensation spread around his entire body. He managed to open his front door and ran from his property barefoot, heading for his sister Maria's home. By the time he arrived, his feet were a bloody mess from the sharp rocks that scattered his route, a route he had to negotiate in the dark. He complained to Maria that he had been burned, and she duly informed the local police. João Malacuas whatever the village police officer the village police chief (laughs) yeah yeah you say you say this fucking name m-a-l-a-q-u-a-i-a-s i I don't fuck malakwais yeah not maybe yeah something like that the village police chief arrived shortly after to investigate uh fio would tell him in no uncertain terms that his attacker had not been from this world exclamation point as he spoke to the wounded man he noticed that the flesh around his leg was coming away from the bone and looked like meat that has been allowed to boil for a while gross i don't know if you've ever seen boiled meat but boiled meat just turns gray like yeah. it just turns gray and gets gross and like the fat kind of like like sous vide almost boiling you boil it in a 
boil bag. So it's like you put it in boiling water and then there's there's a bag that like well, I think it's just not you know boiling. what I mean? I think it's like a very specific temperature that's like just under boiling or something. I don't know. Souvenirs weird. I used to su- I used to sous vide at a restaurant. It's oh, really? just you stick a burger in a fucking bag and dump it in a boiling pot. Yeah, I mean I don't think I was doing it like a super duper professional way, but that's how we did it. Mm. Um so yeah, so so flesh is coming away, legs rotten off the bone. Uh, his leg looks like meat that's been allowed to boil for a while. Several members Gross. of Fio's family arrived not long after. All noted how gravely ill he looked. His usually fair skin was now a roasted red color. His hands were particularly deformed from the assault, twisted and burnt. Because remember, he put him up in front of his right, face. Right, right, right. Strangely, his face bore burn marks, but his hair was seemingly unaffected and completely intact. He was also struggling to speak, perhaps due to damage to his tongue. They feared the worst for Philo. Um, ideally, Malakus, Malak, Malak. Malakias, whatever, wanted to have Fio taken to the... Yeah, uh, the cop wanted to have Fio taken to the main hospital in Sao Paulo. However, the roads out there were treacherous to begin with, and even more so at night. They would decide to take him instead to nearby Santana de Parnaiba Hospital. As he was moved into the awaiting truck for the journey, his entire body was a truly ruinous, with serious burns all over. After his admittance, and these are in quotes, uh, after his admittance, doctors were at a loss as to what caused such rapid burns and deterioration. His final hours, if the accounts are accurate, were truly torturous and horrifying. The medic and orderly who was with Fio in these final hours would later state that it was as if he was decomposing alive. Flesh continued to fall away from the bone. When the tissue around his jaw fell away, he could no longer communicate. He died a short time after. The official cause of death was cardiac arrest although the case is closed uh closely associated with ufo encounters there are several other theories as to the bizarre events that fateful evening brazilian legend speaks of the boy tata an old tupi which is a ancient brazilian language word which means fiery serpent this brightly lit beast had stalked this part of the world for centuries and it would appear at least to some that fio was its latest victim other more local legends would blame uh, would lay the blame at the feet of the Asombracos, ghostly spirits with glowing eyes who roam the area. More conservative and retrospective theories such as uh, suggest such phenomena as ball lightning or even spontaneous human combustion to be the culprit. Well, it doesn't it sound very also- spontaneous. <laughs> it yeah. sounds like it takes a, it's a yeah, good I, old time. It sounds like he saw a fucking bright ass white light not mm-hmm. exploded into fucking flames mm-hmm. you know what i mean spontaneous human combustion is real it is something that happens it's fucking crazy and weird but like you know um uh so it uh is perhaps also worth pointing out particularly with this last point in mind that as well as fio's hair none of his clothes nor anything in his home suffered any damage at all weird yeah so uh fucking there uh, there's there's other deadly cases in brazil uh but yeah like this guy just fucking you know he's coming home you know he didn't want to party he just wanted to go fishing you know drink some bls that was his with first his buddy. mistake yeah and then and then he comes home he gets scared he turns around all of a sudden there's this bright fucking light and he puts his hands up and like within a day or so all of his shit has fallen off his fucking body. His skin's fucking rotten off. He's burned horribly. His hair's totally fine. Yeah. His clothes are totally fine. 
everything else is fucked. You know, it doesn't say anything about his eyeballs, but I would assume that, like, if his eyes were fucked, they would have been fucked. But, like, I mean, it's fucking crazy, dude. Like, how do you, how do you explain that shit? I mean, his death well, is, is verified. The, yeah, like, yeah. these are, these are logged, you know, occurrences that happened to him. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty crazy. Uh, you know, as you might expect from me, I, I do have some theories. Okay, um, I'd love to hear it. Yeah. First, and I think the most likely theory, uh, is radioactive firefly. So, <laughs> thanks. So okay. he turns around. There's a really, really bright light. That's the radioactiveness from the firefly. Obviously, the radioactive makes the glow much, much brighter. You get that sunball effect going in. And is that how is that how radiation works? Sure. Because I remember if last last time if we talked. I had to explain to you how radiation works. Yeah, but I mean, that was weeks ago. I don't remember that. Yeah. Oh, oh <laughs> so you've internalized it and you've, I, I understand. I understand. I mean, that is how, that is how knowledge works. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. so yeah, radioactive firefly, you know, and, um, uh, when, when you get radiation, you know, your hair doesn't go immediately. So that's why the hair was fine. It would have taken him another week or two before he started losing his hair. Uh, after he got radiated, he was burning from the inside out really. So, Radioactive firefly, uh, flesh falling off bones seems pretty standard. How did the how did the firefly get radioactive? Oh well, I mean that's where the aliens come in, right? The, the aliens <laughs> oh, okay. made the firefly radioactive, <laughs> good, good. and then the firefly good, did the you. rest. The the aliens just wanted a bright light so that they could see. Really, they were just trying to figure out what's down there. But instead of using you know an alien flashlight, they just made a firefly radioactive. I'm sure. Well, I mean, there is. Hold on. Are fireflies? Are fireflies? Yes, there are fireflies in Brazil. Uh, There's 25 different species. Oh, you of checked already? In Brazil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to. I wanted to check the, the how valid that was. There you go. There um, you so go. one thing. One thing that struck me that was interesting was they said something about ball lightning. I've never heard about ball lightning. I've never before, heard of so ball let's lightning check this out. either. It is a rare, unexplained phenomenon described as luminescent spherical objects that vary from pea size to several meters in diameter. Though usually associated with thunderstorms, the observed phenomenon, so this is something that has been seen, is reported to uh, last considerably longer than the split-second flash of a lightning bolt and is a phenomenon distinct from St. Elmo's fire. What the fuck is that? Um, St. Elmo's fire also called witch fire or witch's fire is a weather phenomenon in which luminous plasma is created by a corona discharge from a rod-like object such as a mass spire chimney or animal horn in an atmospheric electrical field it has also been observed on the leading edges of airplanes as in the case of british airways flight 009 this intensity of the effect a blue or violet glow around the object often accompanied by a hissing or buzzing sound is proportional to the strength of the electric field and therefore noticeably primarily during primarily during thunderstorms or volcanic eruptions st elmo's fire is named after saint erasmus of formia also known as saint elmo the patron saint of sailors the phenomenon which can warn of an imminent lightning strike was regarded by sailors with awe and sometimes considered to be a good omen yeah check out the what uh the check out the fuck? chat i've thrown some images in there for you to take a look at. is that ball lightning i believe or? that is ball lightning which uh if you're only listening to the audio version and not in the discord uh you should join the fucking patreon so you can see what we're talking about but also 
Uh, it looks like a giant plasma ball in the sky. It almost looks like a mini sun, but instead of... looks like a hole. Yeah, it looks, it like, looks a like a white- hole in the sky where God is pouring through, or Zeus is pouring through, and Just shoot lightning. shooting lightning out of it. It looks terrifying. Yeah. Like, I've seen some crazy shit living in New England as far as weather is concerned. Like, I've seen the crawling lightning. Mm. That shit's wild. Like, when you when it's, like, it's just about dusk, you know, and, like, the sun's coming down, and there's all these black clouds, and the lightning just goes, like, woo, 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 like, all the way through the clouds. It's just, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. all the way across the sky. Yeah, like, it's, it's like fucking a, nuts. But It's like a dolphin of lightning. Yeah. 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 Like, I've, I've heard uh, fucking... Um, what do they call it? Uh, wind bursts, you know, like, uh, like in fact, um, when I went to, uh, microbursts, that's what they are. Well, uh, microbursts are like the wind just come, like the, the air compresses in a weird way. Mm-hmm. And like on the ground, it just shoots out a tunnel of fucking like super hurricane force winds. It just knocks mm. down everything in its path. It will clear out a forest. It's fucking nuts. Like that's happened. I have never seen ball lightning before. That's it looks crazy. Insane. Definitely- and honestly, you get hit by that. I understand your fucking skin falling off your bones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. But like, I feel like, you know, like when you, when you get electrocuted, I don't know if you've ever been electrocuted before, but I've been electrocuted before. And like, that's a very distinct feeling, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like he would have like, cause in his, like, he was just like, eh, you know, like when you get electrocuted, it's instant you know it's like but it's they, like kind of getting what you just read specifically said that this isn't instant it lasts like a good deal longer than regular lightning yeah that's true but like well i'm talking about the feeling though the feeling of getting electrocuted happens before it's like getting shot like you get hit right. before you hear the blast sure you know but so if like you get hit with a sustained electrical shock mm, how does that feel i suppose you know what i mean because if this lasts longer than normal, and this is what hit him, and let's say it lasts yeah. for three seconds, you know, which is, I feel like, mm-hmm. eons in lightning time. Uh, yeah, yeah. What does it feel like to get hit by lightning for three seconds? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I mean, personally, I think that the radioactive firefly is more likely, but... Dude, this is fucking nuts. So this is an image of St. Elmo's fire. Wow, that's on a on a nutty. on a plane wing. That is fucking crazy. Uh, again, for audio listeners, it looks like a dead tree made of lightning, right? Yeah, like, like on the wing of a plane in the middle. It looks like a fucking ghost tree. Yeah, you know, like yeah, if you were to exactly look at like a spirit like. tree in a video game, yeah. that is so fucking cool looking. So it's just a ball of plasma that appears when you like travel through. It it appears on tips of things when you travel through like a wild ass, uh, like electrical field yeah it's like, like uh it's like the 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 highest evolved form of uh when you just rub on a balloon and then touch something you know? yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah it's interesting i mean but again the the crazy thing is so like when you get electrocuted especially like when you get hit by lightning or you touch a power line or something like that like really terrible things happen to you generally your yeah. eyes blow out of their sockets you know, mm. that's like one of the first things that happens. Your eyes just they they fry and they explode out. Um, so like I think electricity that like that 
it's possible, but again, there was no storm. You know, he felt like he was being watched. Like these are all things he said specifically. So it is, it is. And when you consider the UFO flaps that were happening and continue to happen at the time, like it's, it's, and the other things that happened to other people, like there are quite a few crazy stories that come out of Brazil around like that, like between then and the sixties of people running into like legitimately running into aliens or flying saucers, whatever UFOs. And terrible things happening to them like getting like uh necro necropsy or whatever yeah, but, like their fucking limbs like to be fair Mike, you did just say that there's like twenty five thousand types of fireflies so 25 types of oh, fireflies. oh okay well still that's a lot of fireflies so there's a lot there's of, a lot of fire, uh, there's yeah. a lot of possibilities for other people to run into radioactive fireflies and also if it was electricity i would imagine that the clothes would have been burned too so like i mean like when i i've been electrocuted one or two times like plugging things in right sure like power like yeah like forks uh, knives power strips Mm -hmm. well no what i (laughs) dude my game boy advanced charger my game boy advanced charger for my game boy sp Mm -hmm. that thing was a death trap dude i got electrocuted three times from that thing because it had these like foldable like the elect the 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 tongs or whatever that yeah. you plug into the plug. Oh, I know exactly foldable. what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'd I'd go to put it in and it would fold over and I would touch the fucking thing. Yeah. And my like I would be like and then my hand would always fly back. Yeah. Like that was a the thing. My hand design. always like blew back. Horrible fucking. Yeah. It's design. a bad. It's it's a bad design. Um. Yeah. So but my you hand know what? Would always fly N- back. Nintendo's made some crazy inventions in the past. I don't I don't know if you saw uh Nintendo's newest thing. Not to change the subject too much. No, no, uh, what is it? In Germany, you can now, or they're coming out with Nintendo frozen pizza. Uh, Ew. I, I just sent a picture in the <laughs> chat. You can get triple salami explosion, Mario and Luigi, and the Casa Deluxe with, and sweet sprinkles with Luigi and Mario. Sweet sprinkles? What? I don't know. The fuck? Sweet sprinkles on a pizza? I would never eat Wario pizza, dude. Something about that just like. <laughs> I agree. About I his- agree. His fucking fat ass on a pizza is but, but all, all I'm saying is that, uh, you know, Nintendo doesn't always make the best choices with what they make. No, they I, really I don't. Also I mean, look at the switch. Hilarious. Uh, the Nintendo is fine making frozen pizzas, but they won't work with Funko Pop to make Funko Pops. <laughs> yeah, that is that. Yeah. What the hell? Isn't Wario supposed to be German? I don't. Is he? I have no idea. And if he is, is that racist? Um, <laughs> no, because he looks the same as Mario, who's Italian, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But he's evil. So, you know? so evil people can be. From I don't anywhere. know. I think they're all. I think they're all supposed to be Italian. I think like Mario's just Mario's just an alcoholic, right? That's why his nose is like that. Probably. Uh, I mean, yeah. I don't yeah know. The- he, well, is is Waluigi also a uh, an alcoholic? Because he also has the pink nose. I mean, yes, Waluigi is Waluigi is undoubtedly an alcoholic. All right, fair enough. Um, so, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's see. Um, there was one thing that I was interested in, and I'm gonna see if I can find more information at it. So, there was a shooting at my local mall yesterday. Right. Um, and honest or not, yeah, it wasn't yesterday. It was a, maybe the day before, which was interesting because it was Saturday. Mm-hmm. So Saturday, Devin and I were out, and usually when we go out and we hang out, we go to the mall we haven't been going as much because of the pandemic but like we very easily could have been there yeah well, during that fucking I, I shooting. visited mike 
There's nothing else to do. So you go to the mall. You've been to the mall. It's a good mall. You've been to that mall. It's a great mall. It's a great mall. They got Um, a great arcade. They got a great sushi place. Like, I was very impressed with your mall. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, It's I mean, I love it, dude. Way better than the mall that we go to sometimes. Yeah. Like, oh, dude, you didn't even get to have Cajun Cafe. Like, that's my joint. Like, I've been going there so, like, for so long that, like, the people know my order and they know my name. And, like, if I haven't been in a long time, when you come to Portland, a new Cajun place just opened up. And this is not a Cajun place. This is a Chinese food place called Cajun Cafe. Oh. Where you just, yeah, it's, it's, (laughs) it's like, you get (laughs) bourbon chicken, you know, you get bourbon chicken, but it's just like, it's just like, you know, what it is what it is somebody's got to get jm in here uh because we're we are we're getting close to his uh, surprise no time. bronte not in clackamas in in like uh the east side of portland yeah there's a new Cajun okay, place so, that opened up and uh we we went with some friends and fuck is it good mm, it's mm. real fucking good we were impressed wow this is interesting okay so so yeah uh so this wasn't a mass shooting um this was an incident between two people where an innocent bystander was fucking murdered so uh 23 year old springfield resident okay yeah we're seeing so uh kenneth um santana rodriguez pled not guilty to charges of murder and assault and battery with a dangerous weapon he's being held without bail santana rodriguez is accused of shooting an innocent bystander during a fight around 7 p.m saturday at the holyoke mall according to the hamden county da's office it happened at the uh the touch of beauty hair and nail salon that's up on the second floor um near the GameStop uh within the mall the victim is being believed to have uh, is believed to have been helping Santana Rodriguez when another person walked into the salon a confrontation between Santana and that person began and the DA's office says it quickly escalated into a shooting the victim was caught in the crossfire and died before they could be taken to the hospital according to the DA's office the victim has been identified as 33 year old Trung Tran no wait no 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 no, dude that's that's my that's the name of a kid i went to fucking school with dude holy shit no 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 trung tran victim that was mike trans that was mike trans real name uh what the fuck uh it would be really weird if he was working there um that's so fucking crazy. Well, I have a feeling. I mean, your town's not that big. <laughs> well, well, I mean, like Holyoke is relatively far from. Uh, I mean, relatively far from like where oh, I grew where up you in grew Belcher up. Town. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I went to school with. I went to school with the trunk. Tr- I mean, how many? I, I mean, it's it's not pronounced trunk. It's pronounced uh, like. Oh. <laughs> like he always yeah, got so enough. mad when when we tried to call him uh you know when we tried to use his real name but yeah i can't i don't know i can't find any information on that but if that was mike tran that would be fucking insane dude i really hope it wasn't what the fuck okay yeah so this guy uh was being helped out at the salon and he shot and uh, killed an well, innocent are vietnamese dude you friends with him on facebook maybe 
No, Mike oh. Tran didn't have a Facebook. He actually got uh, in trouble, and I think he got expelled from school because he had, like, a kill list in middle school. Oh, my God. <laughs> so he, okay. Like, went, yeah, he went other places. Well, I mean, he was, like, the only Asian dude in our grade. You know what I mean? He got fucking teased, like, in an all-white school. So I'm not surprised that he, uh, that, you know, he was he was angry. Um, but, yeah, so, like, uh Holyoke's an interesting place. Um, this guy who who shot the other dude was from Springfield. Springfield is a fucking nightmare. Um, there's another news story. Three men arrested in Springfield. Three ghost guns seized. I don't know what a ghost gun is. I believe is. a ghost gun um, is a gun that doesn't have like a serial number. It's been like uh, you know, like filed off or something, so you can't tell where it was from. Oh, interesting. Like yeah, basically yeah, it's not traceable back to like the source, you know. So you don't know how these guys got the gun because you don't know where they got it. Or it's 3D printed. Yeah, something like that. That's what I thought was like it was 3D printed or something. Because if you look at this image, one of the guns at the that bottom. That looks 3D like printed as fuck. Yeah. Blue. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, Springfield. Hey, Jam's here. Yay, this is great. Oh, I'm so excited. Jam, you're going to have so much fun today. Um, yeah, so uh, apparently a woman was found stabbed in a parking lot on Liberty Street in Springfield. I mean, that's pretty typical there. Springfield and Holyoke are often on the most dangerous city list. Um, like, they're just really nasty places that are not nasty because, like, of any other reason than, like, people get lower income people get piled into ghettos you know it's like it's one of those deals it's like one of those really shitty like fucking fucked up things that the state creates these these problems um but yeah that's really nuts i'm gonna have to find out if that was mike tran because i really hope it wasn't um damn dude um yeah the whole of boston is less scary than springfield yeah easily wow. I, worcester's less scary than springfield springfield is really really dangerous in the dangerous area like mm. there's like there, like a couple years back there was like 300 murders um you know like yeah and and most of boston isn't that scary it's just the it's just south end uh that that can get pretty rough but anyway yeah, that's that's terrible. I'll have more information on that next time. Uh, but now that JM is here, yeah, I am happy to show everybody why the popcast was late today. Um, I have begun writing of a, a story that was uh, inspired by JM uh, in in one of the streams that we had oh no. uh, not too long ago, and this story is called. <laughs> Are you writing I JM fan fiction? <laughs> this story is called I went to another world and made tacos and this is chapter one <laughs> and JM came up with the with the name of this of this story um so Tyler I have there are parts for oh, you good. In oh good oh good I'm so glad yes there's parts for you in this that you have to read uh they are highlighted in blue for you so there's the doc Oh, uh, for chapter one my god um, oh wow yeah it's gonna be... really comes in closer to the bottom huh yeah 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 well well we gotta you know we gotta get to it so um this Literally, is i'm uh, sorry can i blow my first line really quick my first... no 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 all of this all of this is all of this is a surprise uh so you you opened it already doing an accent I'm not doing it. No, no, no. No, you just sound like you. It's funnier okay. that way. Um, I'll give right, you an old so, Jew if you want. Uh, so, yeah, this is this is going to be great. This is peak fiction here. Um, this is chapter oh, okay. one of I was sent to another world, so I made tacos. <laughs> I wrote this like 45 minutes before the podcast started. So This, this yeah. is why we're late. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> God damn it, yeah. Mike. And I'll, I'll continue the story, you know, as we go. Maybe not every week, but... Alright. Hola, my name is JM. 30 years young, and I'm dead. I wasn't always dead, no. I used to be alive. I was a proud Mexican-American, born Juan Sigismundo Facundo Martinez. However, the Mormons couldn't pronounce my name, kept calling me Juan Martinez, so I just changed it to JM. That's right. I hailed from the beautiful land of Salt Lake City, Utah, where the beer is weak, but the women are very strong and blonde and scared of Mexicans. I always said Mormons are the nicest racists you'll ever meet, but I never thought that they would be the end of me. Not that I was murdered, no. It's a little more complicated than that. You see, I was at my cousin's quinceanera. Me and my familia were having a great time. There's kind of a lot of us. So we more or less had usurped the local park and soccer field and baseball field. Anyway, little Juanita, she was named after me, who I guess wasn't so little anymore, had started dating a Mormon boy named Tom Thompson. Nobody was particularly happy about it on either side, but he knew if he messed up, he'd have about nine brothers and 60 cousins waiting for him outside the high school at 3 p.m. sharp. Regardless, little Tom Tom was trying his best. He'd even brought Juanita a piñata. It was a shitty Mickey Mouse one from Party Palace, but what are you gonna do? My cousin Ricky bashed it in one shot, so we all rushed in to get the candy. I was looking for one piece in particular. Say what you want about cheap white people piñatas, but they generally have ring pops, and I love ring pops. Amidst the chaos of bodies aged 3 to 43, I found my prize. Blue raspberry, my favorite. I proceeded to unwrap it as fast as I could and started sucking like there was no tomorrow. And that's when it happened. My dad's half-brother's son's son, Diego. I heard his voice before I saw it. He screamed, look out, Juan! When I looked up, a soccer ball, or football, was headed straight for my face. My face, which had a ring pop stuck in it like a baby with a pacifier. Unfortunately, I have a proclivity for getting hit in the head. It's like a curse. I had attempted to avoid the 20 football games going on simultaneously that day, but in my ring pop induced haze of ecstasy, I had strayed too close. WHAM! The ball hit me square in the mouth. One of my favorite things about ring pops is that it's more or less impossible to choke on one. However, their design makes it physically impossible to remove one from an esophagus once firmly lodged. I had learned this the hard way. As I lay on the ground, gasping for air that would not come, I looked up to see the faces of a small fraction of my loving family. That said, there were so many of them that they blocked out the sky. <laughs> Even if I could get the ring pop, which, by the way, was now searing my throat with direct blue raspberry contact, out of my mouth, I probably wouldn't have been able to breathe anyway. As I slipped into unconsciousness, I realized I hadn't even had a chance to taste my Abuela's Martinez special tacos that day. I don't have a lot of regrets, I thought, but that would be one. And that's how a Mormon killed me with cheap candy. At least I blame him. Everyone knows what I'm like when a ring pop is involved. All of a sudden, I was awake. A Chinese girl? I'm Vietnamese, you asshole. For fuck's sake, I can't stand Americans. Really. In front of me was a diminutive Vietnamese girl. And that was pretty much it. Everything else was a pure white void. Really, there's about a million distinct differences between Chinese and Vietnamese, but you people are all so far up your own asses that you can't even tell black people apart, and they make up a pretty decent part of your population. Enough to affect your elections, providing those Republicans stop trying to make it impossible for them to get to the polls. Man, I really made a mistake with that Teddy Cruz. Oh well, at least he's kind of funny. I looked at this little girl as she paced around and muttered to herself, Um... I'm only kind of American, you know, first generation. Most of my family is Mexican. I was trying my best to unpiss off the only other person in existence. Yeah, and where the fuck is Mexico, numbnuts? She had me there. 
North America? Fucking exactly. Anyway, on to introductions. I'm Jesus fucking Christ, and you're as dead as shit. Look at you. Pathetic. All of a sudden, a giant projection lit up at part of the void. There I was, eyes rolled up into the back of my head, blue foam drizzling out of my mouth, my younger cousins bouncing up and down on my belly. That was fair. We couldn't afford a bounce house. You didn't do shit with your life, JM. All you did was work, jerk off, and play Dungeons and Dragons. But Jesus, you say. What about privilege? I had to work all the time, and when I wasn't working, all I had energy to do was tickle my tiny pecker and play pretend with grown men. Yeah, I know. I made this world before I birthed myself into and got nailed to a cross where I had to shit and piss on myself for three days. And then they turned me into a fucking white guy. A sexy one, I'll admit, but still. Talk about Asian erasure. I really fucked up with you monkeys. Anyway, we currently have a clause for brown Americans, and by we, I mean me, because I'm fucking God. You get another chance. I was still wrapping my head around the fact that Jesus was a little Vietnamese girl. Even given historical whitewashing, it didn't really make sense, uh, given trade routes at the time and the fact that Jesus was Jewish. I had to ask. So, um, Jesus, were you really Jewish? You don't have to be Jewish to be the king of the fucking Jews, dipshit. Get it right. Stop asking stupid questions. Wow. God seemed pretty stressed out. Anyway, you get another chance. I'm going to yeet you into another world. A fantasy one. When she said that, a nasty little grin appeared on her face. Her eyes looked evil, and I became very, very nervous. That's right, Juan Segismundo Fa uh, Fashundo Martinez. <laughs> You get to live again in a world full of adventure, magic, and monsters. Think of it as a new start. It's what you've always wanted, isn't it? No more delivering bread or working at the Red Lobster. Lobster with an A, of course. Instead, you get to join a guild, level up, and defeat the Demon King or some shit. I don't really care. Things are pretty fucked over in the Western Hemisphere right now, so I'm just kind of dumping you guys wherever there's room. Man. Jesus was really unlikable. Hey! Actually, Mrs. Je Actually, Miss Jesus, I kind of liked my life on Earth. I just played Dungeons and Dragons for fun, you know, as a way to unwind. My family's pretty cool, and minus the Mormons, Salt Lake is a beautiful place. I like delivering bread, and I don't think I could ask for more. Do you think I could just go back? Honestly, the thought of going to another world sounded awesome, but not based off of D&D. &D. I'm a DM. JM the DM. And I know exactly how messed up a world like that could be if it was reality. I'd rather not get shanked by a goblin on a bad roll. Jesus looked at me with sympathy for about half a second before rolling her eyes and resuming her impetuous front. What the fuck do you know? You've been hit in the head so many times I'm surprised you weren't a drooling cripple left in the corner for your cousins to poke when they came over. Shut up, you're going. Bye bye! I began to spin in a vortex like that scene in Jumanji when the young version of Robin Williams' characters get sucked into the game. Man, that scared the shit out of me. This felt even worse. Wait! Jesus! I don't think I'm ready! I have more questions! Can't I have a little more time? Jesus had that look on her face again, the one where it looked like she shit in my toothpaste. She waved at me with that smile. Fuck you, JM. You should have listened to better music. I gave you so many options. I was bewildered. Wait! What's wrong with my music choices? Disturbed is a good band! But it was too late to make my case. When I opened my eyes, a vast stone and mortar city sprawled out before me. Buff men in steel armor were everywhere. I was in another world. I thought again about my abuela's amazing tacos and wished I could just go home. What the hell was I going to do? End of chapter one. Yay. Yay.
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what did you think? What do you think, Tyler? What do you think, Jam? Uh, <laughs> I gotta go back and see the. Uh, it, it, it was an impressive start. Yes, uh, Bronte's hurting yeah. inside, which means it was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> holy shit! Did you like it? You guys, you guys have fun. Let's do it. Thank you, thank you, everybody. It was thank fun. you. It was definitely um, fun. Yeah, yeah. You got the best. My lines. likeness Wait is till- uncanny. Your likeness is fucking perfect, JM. <laughs> Deserved as a good pick. <laughs> Wait till I have. See, Mike, I have when plans I was talking about shorts, that's what I mean. <laughs> that would be a great short to put on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I already have. I already have plans for the next chapter where the thousand-year-old cat girl comes in. It's going to be a good time. Uh, it sounds great. Um, yeah, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, the Vietnamese sundere. <laughs> um. This was before I before I read the stuff about Holyoke, so that was uh, Vietnam was just on my mind today. Um, but yeah, so so that's fun. That'll be a that'll be a reoccurring segment. I can't promise you guys every one every week, but but when we'll, it's ready, uh, it'll we'll, be a good time. Yeah, when when it's ready, it'll come out. Uh, um, it's I, I actually had an idea for a reoccurring segment that we could do also that I thought mm-hmm. could be fun, and also uh, it would include fan submissions. Uh, okay. It's a very okay. easy fan submission. I thought people could send in math problems for us to do. <laughs> that sounds terrible, Tyler. That doesn't sound fun at all. I, I can't. Do, I well, thought it would all, be very do, fucking funny. How are you going to do math problems with uh, with um, like audio? Oh, we just read out what you know? it is, and you know it has to be something easy enough for us to at least attempt it and see what we get. It'd be great. Sorry, I still have tears in my eyes. <laughs> do you guys know how to do calculus? I'm not sure I know what calculus is exactly. <laughs> calculus is theoretical math based off of fucking uh, trig, right? It's like it's like super algebra. It's like there's really nothing you can apply it to. Yeah, sure. Calculus is bullshit. I don't I know. Hate calculus. I know I took calculus at some point, but I don't remember it. I'm actually really good at my times tables. Uh, I can't do I can't do division for I can't do percents. To percents save my I can't do life. to save my fucking life either. Yeah, uh, I, my timetables yeah. are pretty good. I think I can go up to like twelve or fifteen pretty decently. Yeah. So what do you what do you think about uh, what do you think about the little Vietnamese girl being king of the Jews, Ty? <laughs> I th- I mean it was pretty funny, and uh, you know I I I like the inclusion. You know, I wasn't, it wasn't expected yeah. when, when I, Unpredictable. When, when I went down and read that my first fucking line was, uh, I'm a Vietnamese girl, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm Vietnamese, you asshole. I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> what's happening here? Yeah. JM, I can send you that if you want to show it to, uh, your, your familia. Um, like I, it, so this is all going to be inside jokes uh, with with re- I I was sent to another world so I made tacos um, because you got to know JM JM has had many head injuries he does like listening to butt rock yep. um, he does live somewhere around Salt Lake City maybe not in the in the actual city he, itself. he does have a lot there, of Mormons that live around him that are probably scared of him uh, yeah, he has worked at Red Lobster and he does like delivering bread <laughs> he told me it was a good gig um, it is a good gig <laughs> So, so I'm really trying to get as much jam in there as possible. Yeah, I, I could have gone um, with the old Jewish man voice. Maybe I should have done that. 
Uh, <laughs> for the Vietnamese. Girl. Yeah, I mean that would have been pretty funny. I, I, no, especially the, you know as Jesus. There's going to be a Tyler character. Okay, uh, beginning in chapter two. But y- yeah. you know, if I go back to my first line, I could be like, "I'm Vietnamese, you asshole! For fuck's sake, I can't stand <laughs> Americans. Leave me." Oh, I'm a good guy. I'm Vietnamese. <laughs> I need some schmaltz with this. Like vault. Well, this is a great segue. Uh, you said you had Jewish news for me, Ty. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I've got a couple let's, things. Let's but the it. big one is that uh, Jack has shown me a new show. A new show. A new show. Said. A new Jew show. Okay, it's called, a Jew show. Yeah, it's called Hunters, right? Yeah, it's called Hunters. And what? it is about uh, a bunch of old Jews exterminating... Are they trying to find the Nazis? What? Are they trying to find the leftover yes, Nazis? They are hunting Hell down yeah. the leftover Nazis that are in America. That sounds awesome. Like, it's uh, like fucking epic, dude. Yeah, it's What's so it good. Uh, what is it on Hulu? Amazon. Amazon. It's on Amazon. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I would highly fucking recommend checking it out. I think the first scene will get you hooked. All right. I mean, I I, I already love the present or the premise. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's got. Let me see if I can. Yeah, uh, Jack just posted the fucking. Jack sends me the tiniest image. It is the tiniest image in the world. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't. But like, oh, every time. Like the main old Jew is Al Pacino, and he. What? Yeah, and he does. Al Pacino, dude. He does the best old Jewish man voice I have like ever Scarface heard. Al Pacino. Scar. Well, yeah, he works in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, Scarface Al Pacino yeah. is the main Jew. Yeah. Well, he's no, no, okay. like the main Jew's a younger guy, but he's like the like mentor character. Like you remember, uh, what is it, Batman Beyond? Yeah, he he's Bruce Wayne. All <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, we gotta do something for my Jews, man. All right, other Jews, what are you doing? <laughs> what the fuck, Al Pacino, dude, this is great. Hey, yeah, That's here, here's, nuts. A, here's a bigger picture. Uh, right. But apparently, it came out in 2020, and then season two just came out, or just recently came out. A lot of these people don't look like Jews. Yeah, a lot of them aren't. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of them aren't. Surprise. <laughs> it's good shit, man. Would recommend. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, that sounds I, great. I, I saw Amazon. that, and one of the first things I thought was, Mike would love this show. <laughs> yeah, this. I mean, this. I, the premise was instantly, I was like, yeah, I'd, I'd make that show. Oh, yeah, that, that's, that's a funny dope. thing. Ted Mosby is in it. Like, if you look at that picture I sent, he's just below Al Pacino on, on the left-hand side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucking Ted Mosby. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. It's great. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. I'll, I'll be back with a review as soon as possible. Yeah. Um, it sounds fantastic. Season two just came out. Hell, yeah. yeah. Ted's got a mustache. I'm sold. So, he looks like Johnny Depp with the mustache. Like, he really yeah, does. He does. He totally does. Looks, yeah. I wish I could grow a mustache like that. I can't do it yet. So I would highly recommend checking that out. I think you'll like it a lot. Uh, I'm only like three episodes in, but already I'm like, this is good shit. Uh, that sounds like good shit. You could grow a mustache like that. Why don't you do that? Uh, Honestly, like, I don't know that I could grow a mustache that good. I don't really shave my mustache that much. I just trim it so it doesn't get too long. My oh, facial really? hair doesn't grow that much here. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, mine doesn't grow that much here. And even the stuff that does grow, you can't really see it because yeah. it's so light. Yeah. Anyway, fucking thirty-two years old can't even What's grow it a called? good beard yet. Uh, it's called Hunters. Hunters. Yeah, I like it. 
And there's an X in the background. Yeah, there is. Oh my god, he looks just like Johnny Depp. He, That's he so does, weird. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Send that chapter one to you. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. I can do that. <laughs> I'll have to write I'll have to write chapter two on a on a different doc. Yeah, it's no problem. Combine them later. <laughs> uh but yeah, so that that's I don't new. know if Jim I don't know if Jam's name is actually Juan Martinez. That was just the first thing that it's came not. to my mind. I for know JM. his first name. Okay. It's not. <laughs> is it Jose? No. <laughs> okay. Jam, do you care if we say what your name is? <laughs> just first name. I don't, no I don't, name. Yeah, I don't want to throw out your, your name without your permission. Not nah, like, nah, nah, you don't want it to be said or nah, you don't care. <laughs> mm, mm. Don't care. His first name is Jesse. <laughs> just Jesse? <laughs> Jesse, that's not, that's, that's way less Mexican than fictional jam. <laughs> <laughs> and technically it's pronounced Hesse, Tyler. You have to be fucking, you gotta be more, you gotta, you gotta be more, uh, culturally, yeah, it's you know. easier to pronounce for the Mormons. He's right. <laughs> just like I said, just like I said in the, in the story. That's why you, that's why you went with, uh, JM instead. John Martin instead of Juan Martinez. Yeah. <laughs> Cause they kept calling you Juan. Um, anyway, <laughs> it was supposed to be Jesus, though, aka Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, that would have been funny if I said his name was Jesus and then he actually met Jesus. That would have been funny. <laughs> Whatever. It's okay. Revisions okay. are possible. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh man. Uh, so Ty, yeah. I guess this is the point in the show where I ask you the question everybody's been waiting for: How was your anime week? Thank you for waking. It's been pretty go. good, man. It's been pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I had not watched anything until this morning, and I was like, oh, okay. I'm going to watch <laughs> it so I have stuff to talk about. So I am now up Wait to date on. on Trigun, and fuck, that is such a good show. Yeah, uh, yeah it's-, it's one of those shows where it's like people who are worried because they don't because they love the original and this is different. Give mm-hmm. it three episodes. Do okay. do the rule. Give it three episodes. If you're not in by episode three, I don't know what to fucking tell you. Episode three was insane. It was, or maybe it was okay. episode four. I don't know. Whatever the most recent episode was, uh, was absolutely bonkers in like the best way. It was, uh, or sorry, not not the most recent episode, the one before it. I think it was episode three. Um, okay, but it was absolutely like, like on the edge of your seat intense dramatic it was emotional it was really really well done and i don't think it is anything like the manga like okay i don't think it's anywhere close to the manga but like you get it like it's not really a spoiler because you get introduced to knives literally in episode one you know but Uh, yeah you get to see adult knives and he's Oh, he is intense and he like feels alien, you know, he doesn't feel right, human right. And, and Vash feels very Vash like it's really, really well done. Sounds fascinating. Yeah. yeah, I'll have to. So there's only four episodes out. I think there's only four episodes out so far. Damn, dude, that's fucking. I, I think you okay. would like it. I think you should absolutely check it out. Uh, episode, mm-hmm. I, I think it's episode three, but like. You're getting like those blood spurts, you know, like almost berserky yeah, style yeah, yeah. blood spurts. Okay, uh, all right. It, it's, I like that. It, it does a very good job of like playing into the lightheartedness of Trigun. Vash is definitely Vash. 
Uh, but it gets deep and hits hard in a way that the original Trigun doesn't get to until episode 17. Mm-hmm. Like you're getting it early and you're doing it really well and it looks cool. really good. Yeah, I heard that uh I heard that the like I mean it's definitely divisive. I mean, I really do hope that that Millie shows up. Um Ranch says uh dubbed or subbed. Oh, uh, it's it, all sub so far, I think. Maybe you can watch some yeah. of it dubbed. I don't know if it's coming the, out dubbed at the same time or not. Generally dub is like a week behind if I remember. It, it's correctly. usually it's a week, like usually like a week or two. Or so, I don't know if you can I mean, yeah. I can fucking check really quick. It's just on Hulu. Uh yeah. But oh, good. I'm getting great. logged in. F- you gotta you gotta come up with like a like a thing to do like while you search things like something like things that you can say like while you're looking up things so we don't have dead no, air that's what and, that's and what then we can have for. a oh I see to to yell at you for <laughs> searching yeah, exactly. for things we're talking about something right now dude we're doing it okay all right yeah that's how it goes um, uh it looks like so far it's only sub I don't see a dub so okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, oh, the dub is two weeks behind, gonna... but it's on Crunchyroll. Thank you. So there you go. Oh, so aren't they? Yeah, and aren't they dubbing it with the original? They're dubbing um... it with the original voice actor for Vash, which is fucking awesome. And I okay. will go back and rewatch it like that. Um. Okay. But like, it. Yeah, yeah. Episode three was. It, it's what sold me on this show's gonna be fucking excellent. Um, like not just good, not just their cash grab, not just they're making money on it, but like they wanted to do something special with this and it is really, really good. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I think Trigon deserves love. I totally agree. Like it's, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's one of your, it's like one of your favorite series. So that doesn't surprise me that you agree. Yeah. But (laughs) I was very fucking skeptical when the trailers were coming out and I was like, this style is not it, man. Uh, but yeah, it it definitely looks like it looks like pop art. I mean, yeah, from what I've seen. But it, but I like pop art, so it works with what they're doing. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah, it, I'm, and, I'm and I think episode three really made it apparent that like the original Trigun is not that gory. You know, like th- there's some gore in it, but it's it's really it's it's much more lighthearted than anything else for the vast majority of it. It only gets somewhat like emotional and deep towards the end this right. is not the case this is going to get darker and and hit harder i think than the original did nice um look the city was asking if we uh, ever talked about the bleach overall so i haven't finished it yet i was waiting i took a pause after we did the video to uh let it all come out so that's one of the things i'm going to be watching this week is yeah i'm going to be re-watching the episodes i've already seen and going through the rest i of also it. So we'll have that probably it. next week yeah i also haven't finished yeah. it but it's on my list of things to finish um and then uh before so i finished all trigon then i was watching some more of uh vinland saga which still looks good mm-hmm. do you know i don't think it's gonna hit like season one did yeah yeah it's kind of a it's kind of a shame with stuff like that because it does seem like season two is going to be a little bit slower so far um and just like based off of what i know from the manga um and like it's necessary though you know what i mean to like have it all kind of in there but like because it's such a like a shift from um you know what was going on before and like all that stuff i think a lot of people are going to fall off of it. yeah and i totally agree with you because for those of you who don't know a lot about vinland saga season one is a prequel like it Mm. 
it's a preamble to the actual story and it takes place in a different time like like years earlier like i think a decade earlier or something like that and yeah the thorfinn that you meet in season two is entirely different than the thorfinn that you had in season one and that's good for a lot of reasons so like season two is going to be a lot of character growth it's going to be a lot of dealing with trauma it's going to be a lot of you know figuring out what like life why life is worth living again Mm -hmm. uh but it's not gonna have the same level of gore and action that season one did yeah, well, I mean, that's the interesting thing about Vinland Saga is that the guy who made it um, legitimately loves like Norse history mm-hmm. and culture and all that stuff and did everything that he could to make it as accurate as possible. And a big part of the Norse lifestyle was that like when you weren't out fucking marauding, you were home farming. Right. It, you know, yeah. like most most of what they did was farming. You know, or and, well, and they, spending they, the winters and you like know. the entire reason the the Danes were trying to encroach on England uh, on English territory was because they had better land. They wanted yeah, that yeah. land because <laughs> the yeah, soil yeah. was good. I, like they're like, this yeah. is rich land for farming. Mm-hmm. It's super wet. <laughs> yeah, it's real wet here. Rains so, yeah. all the fucking time. God damn! Imagine how much food we yeah, can make. Yeah, it's not frozen solid half the fucking year. You know, there's no there's no tundra. There's no permafrost like it's, you know. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. You know, I think that like I think season two is definitely going to be more for the Viking fanboys um, more than people who like dark sane and anime. Um, But, you know, I think like I hope that people watch it because, you know, it's interesting. Yeah, I I definitely think that it's still, uh, you know, intriguing enough to keep people invested. But they need well here, here's the thing i know what's gonna happen right i know that uh I, i've watched i think two or three episodes now i can't remember exactly uh but mm-hmm. i think i have one or two more to go so there is action coming up i just haven't seen it yet uh right and that i think is gonna be important i, I think the action is gonna be really important in season two basically yeah. because it's it's necessary to keep people some of the people who watch season one engaged enough to keep watching so yeah but even having four episodes out where like not a lot of stuff is happening like that's really difficult to well yeah. to get people to come back you know yeah. i mean and, I, and, I, I even loving bleach or in chainsaw man like i did like i still haven't finished mm-hmm. those yet you know what i mean because like chainsaw man started off kind of slow it so. did the chainsaw man started off kind of yeah. slow but it really picked up around like episode seven and then the rest of the mm-hmm. season was fucking phenomenal uh, and then obviously I haven't finished uh, Bleach yet, but if 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 the fact that Gilly keeps fucking messaging us about uh, about Bleach <laughs> is anything to go by, the rest of the season must Gilly be really likes good. Bleach a lot. Gilly really likes Bleach. Like he always liked Bleach. Um, you know, yeah. he knows the fandom is is a little bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, our, 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 the standum, yeah, I should say. Our, our buddy keeps messaging. Like, I think he's messaged us three or four times about Thousand Year Blood War at this point, being like, dude, yeah. have you seen? And we're like, it's so sick. Like, yeah. no. It's fun, though. It's good. It's nice to get our gaming friends into, into anime. Totally. In fact, I think we actually have here and there. Like, I'm pretty sure. Uh, 
I mean, it might have been a little bit through Fushi, but like, you know, we finally got Ant Dude watching some anime. Really? Like, you know, like, uh, yeah, the one person we got to get watching anime is fucking Arlo, dude. Like, if we could get Arlo on the anime train, I feel like I feel like, I feel like that would be time. a major victory. Everybody's got time for anime, dude. You can watch an entire season yeah. of anime in like a couple He's hours. You know, twelve kids, episodes. Though, I think that's true. I could recommend some kids anime. You know, Hello Kitty, something like that. Sure. I, I'm I'm just saying, yeah. I, like, uh, most of our friends are younger than us when it comes to YouTube, you know? Mm. And he's... Not Arlo. Not Arlo. Yeah, he's not. Yeah. Uh, but he's not that old. Either. He's, I mean, he's not that he's old, like 30, but in terms of, like, yeah, where he is in his life, I think he has a couple kids, you know, he's married, mm-hmm. uh, like, he doesn't have a lot of free time. I know that. <sighs> No, I mean, he even says in some of his videos, he's like, it's 4 a.m., mm-hmm. I'm in my car recording, yep. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, it's, it's just what he's got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of speaking of friends with kids, uh, she says I saw this kid finally. Yeah. Yeah. That, that happened really quick, but it, congratulations, congratulations, she says, if you're listening. He's not. I know you don't listen to this smut, <laughs> um, but. We'll never hear from him again. He's not going to listen. He's never going to be back on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, not. A, not what did I ask to him do? to do? If, is preserved. We need to preserve the episode that we had with him. Like we need mm-hmm. to put it on like fifty different like USB drives, so that yeah, it will yeah. for sure stand the test of time. So that when his kid turns eighteen, we can give it to him as a as a present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see your dad feel really uncomfortable? Here you go. Um, so yeah, so uh, do you want to know if your dad eats what? ass? Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what it was. Oh, gross. Mm. I don't. I don't really. Uh, I don't. I don't really think I should talk about you know, eating ass. It's not very family friendly. Um. So as far as uh, what I've been watching, um. So I ran across uh, Mushoku Tensei uh, again, like the other night. Which is an anime I started uh, like when it came out, um, and it's it's also it's it's the full name is Mushoku Tensei uh, Jobless Reincarnation. So it's it's like a bullshit isekai. But what I will say is that there is a ridiculous amount of effort that was put into this anime. Mm-hmm. Like it is gorgeous, man. Like right. the animation is fucking fantastic. It is like one of the best looking anime I've seen in a long time. Um, Especially for something that weird, there is no OP. Oh, weird. Right? So, like, yeah, like, every episode has a different um, kind of, like, instead of having, like, this, you know, like, J-pop stuff, it's, like, you know, fantasy music over, like, kind of seeing what, like, people are doing throughout a day. Okay. Um, And then it just gives you the splash, like, the title splash. Oh, okay. So, it really doesn't have uh, an intro at all. Because I was going to say, like, Chainsaw Man had, like, different... EDs, you know, every time, and that right. was really cool with different animation. Uh, and I was thinking yep. maybe it's something like that, but for the OP, but it's it's not. It's just it's just no OP. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. Um, so Phil says it's a great show. I also think it's a great show. Very divisive. It's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird. So like the main character uh, dies trying to save uh, a couple of teenagers so he he literally gets truck cooned uh pretty hard um he is born into a new world and is aware of the fact that he was reincarnated from the second that he's born oh, okay um he was a shut-in like he was like a serious so, shut-in wait, wait, wait. Due when to he's born trauma. like he can't talk or anything but he still knows 
Yeah. Yeah, and he, he doesn't understand the language because they speak a different language. So, like, you know, he he th- that's the interesting thing is the the mo- the the monologue in his head is the adult voice, but he's still like a kid. You know what I mean? So, like, oh, his okay. brain is still like a kid. He still has to learn how to walk. He has to learn how to talk. But like, because he's a kid with the experience of an adult, like he appreciates being a kid again. Um for sometimes for good reasons sometimes for extremely perverted reasons like part of his uh like thing is that um like he's a fucking pervert right. but also his new dad is a fucking pervert too <laughs> like so it's kind of like you know whatever but he died a virgin right like he'd never even talked to a girl so like he was like deeply traumatized during school um and it was like really bad he just never left his house again because it was so bad um i don't want to i don't want to spoil it but um and, and lady bardic uh brings up a good point the saving grace for rudeus uh who's the main character um and what keeps her uh watching i assume lady bardic women i don't know uh but uh he tries to be a better person slowly becoming one mm-hmm. and that's that's kind of the thing that's really interesting um but again there you know the fact that it's like a 40 year old dude inside a kid's body you know is there's definitely some weird shit going yeah, on definitely. you know he spies on his parent he spies on his parents doing it like he steals his teacher's fucking underwear like it's his holy relic he calls it he has this box with his teacher's underwear in it <laughs> like he just yeah so, right. it's, so it's that, it's kind of a it's kind of a typical you know like pervy kind of thing um there's there's like definitely multiple love interests and stuff like that it's a fantasy world so things are a little bit different you become adult when you're 15 yada 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 um but the again the animation the journey the way that he like learns magic and stuff like that is really fucking fascinating um it is definitely pervy it's but not all the time like that's the other thing too is that like it's not over the top constant panty shots like you know just like ridiculous kind of etchy um what's this an anime where trash people change for the better that breaks the anime goku rule yeah it's 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 really it's really interesting um it's not anywhere near as bad as something like the made from abyss manga you know nothing even close to that because that wow that shit is that shit is rough you know that's that's something you read and you don't talk about (laughs) (laughs) you know know what i mean you don't you don't talk about made in abyss um this one this one is definitely like if you're okay with like shit being a little pervy a little bit weird um i would say that this this anime moshiko tensei jobless reincarnation is really good there's a lot of really good comedy the animation is fantastic the world building is really cool um and there's two seasons out now so there was 24 episodes so that was pretty dope that i just got to like sit and watch through it um definitely not for everybody but i think that um i think that i think i think it's good you know that's that's my own personal take on it i also finished um fucking uh vision of escaflone which was fan fucking tastic dude like i cannot i cannot sing that anime's praises enough every episode was gorgeous it's some of the like it's some of the best art from uh sunrise you know in the in the early 90s it was 1996 that it was made Sun, mm. uh the dub is fantastic um again it came from that point in time where like it wasn't the same fucking chick and same fucking dude that did every voice for every character in every fucking anime you know i mean don't get me wrong sunny straight is in there there's a guy who played krillin and everything else uh but he doesn't sound like you know he sounds like a normal dude like sunny straight has a nice voice um 
and you know other people that you'll recognize in the dub but the dub's really good you know people sound their appropriate age um and yeah man like that show is it's like 24 episodes long which bummed me out because i was hoping that it would be longer than it was um and basically the idea is this girl uh is kind of like not a medium but she she does like tarot card readings um and she's pretty good at it and she kind of gets like accidentally sucked into this parallel world um and the interesting thing about it is you can see earth from it oh so it's this other world the moon and then earth and the they call the earth like the mystical moon or something like that Uh, so there's a regular moon and there's a mystical yeah so it's same world but different it's no, well it's more it's more fantasy there's beast people sure, you know, yeah. cat people like that kind of shit um and like magic kind of um like like sciency magic you know a lot of it has to do with like looking into fate and looking into um you know action and consequence and stuff like that but also like the power of belief and like all sorts of weird shit and then there's also like a mech aspect to it so okay there's a fan there's fantasy mechs right and like the main character vaughn um the main male character vaughn is uh the last remaining um prince of this city or kingdom or whatever and the like he's it's like a dragon he's part of the dragon clan mm-hmm. um but he's also uh part atlantean so that the original yeah yeah i know it's, it's a little weird so the original people <laughs> who lived on gaia were the atlanteans okay right? and, and they had gaia created this Earth, like or is gaia a different place the other world the other, other world okay yeah earth is the mystic moon gaia is the other okay. world so yeah so the people who originally lived on gaia were the atlanteans they had this super duper advanced civilization they had wings on their back they could fly they looked like angels and they had created this machine that um basically took all of like human consciousness and the wishes and desires of everybody and made it real uh but what ended up happening is like some terrible calamity uh wiped them all out and basically like gaia was you know anyway so he has some of that blood in him Mm -hmm. but the for some reason the dragon clan has this mech that is like super cool and like way better than all the other mechs called escaflone and the way that you power it is by you got to hunt down a dragon take out the dragon core or its heart or whatever and put it inside escaflone and then you make like a pact with it right so it's also a transforming mech um and it transforms into a white dragon and fucking vaughn like rides on the back of it standing up with like it's a mech but it's like a it's a sentient it's it's a sentient fantasy mech kind of yeah it doesn't talk or anything but like you know vaughn and it kind of they they don't necessarily combine but they have like a again it's like a weird like blood pact between the two of them well, i mean and then the, the um, avas the, don't talk either but they're not uh, they're, they're still sentient you know right <laughs> yeah it's more like it's more like that um though i would say escaflone uh doesn't yeah they share like damage and stuff okay. like that escaflone doesn't really necessarily have a motive or anything um though i guess the avas you can really necessarily say that they have motives either i guess i don't know it's, it's been a while since i've like really deep dived into fucking ava but um yeah escaflone is it's gorgeous it's well written um you know it like there's action in every episode uh there's world building that's really good there's a lot of characters in it that are fun there's uh 
a strange love triangle that's kind of hard to explain because like the big evil bad guy that's going around destroying all these civilizations is like he can he can affect fate like he's always got like he's just this old dude in this giant fucking machine and like all you can see is his head and he's always looking through this telescope and like this telescope is connected to this giant fucking glowing ball and like somehow that's like he's like peering into the future and looking at fate and stuff Mm. it's fucking wild um and the main girl who comes in from earth she has like she has an effect on the world through her like emotions and beliefs and stuff like that. And so she's kind of like, she throws a wrench in this whole fate thing that this guy is trying to figure out and like manipulate and stuff. It's fucking dope. Honestly, Mm. like I 24 episodes just to have all that as like a almost kind of basic plot summary, you know, it's, it's a, it's pretty deep show. It's good. Um, and, uh, the movie, uh, which I want to watch on Wednesday night, I think, um, is is kind of like an alternative universe version of that. It was so um, a lot of the characters and their motivations and stuff are very different. Uh, but I think it's and the movie is like even better looking than the show. And every episode of the show looks like a really tight OVA. Nice. So those are the t- those are the two things that I've been watching. Um, I don't know if I've watched anything else. Yeah. I've thrown on like other stupid shit just for like, you know, just to have on, like I was watching, uh, welcome to demon school, Irumakun. Cause it's, it's yeah. constantly, it's constantly like fucking pushed on me. I don't like it. I don't think it's funny. Um, <laughs> I don't like it didn't make any kind of impression on me you'll love this we know your tastes yeah yeah you'll love it well there's no there's no pervy shit you know it's just like a it's just like a like a medium you know tv 14 they're trying to clean you up you know that's all yeah, I think they yeah, I think they try well the crunchy rolls a lot cleaner than high dive is. That's fair. Um yeah. to be fair. Um and Mushiko Tensei is on uh crunchy roll. Gotcha. So and there's no nude there's no like full on nudity or nipples or anything in uh Mushiko Tensei. Um and Log Horizon, uh, I still haven't finished that yet. I took a break from it. I you know, three seasons in a row is quite a yeah, bit. It's a lot. I think I got to a part where they were just like talking a lot mm-hmm. and I was like, Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, let me see if there is anything else. I don't think there was, uh, and I think it's about time we started talking about video Absolutely. games. Absolutely. Okay. What should be planned? Well, we talked about it a little bit yesterday because uh, we had we had the monthly Patreon exclusive fireside chat yesterday. Uh, That's right. But our which, which, by the way, if you're interested, it's for all patrons, and we fuck talk about what's coming up with the channel. You can ask us questions, and also we talk about bunch of different tangent bullshit uh but yeah. uh we talked about fire emblem engage a little bit yesterday which is the newest fire emblem game that came out about 10 days ago or so and uh, i've been playing it for the last week uh it's been my primary game that i've been playing basically any chance i have free time or like we're watching tv or whatever i'll, I'll have it up and i'm playing it while we're watching um which is fine in my opinion uh yeah. i i i don't like it as much as three houses i feel like the story feels more hollow there's definitely like there hasn't been a single choice to affect the story at all generally there is yeah that's not a normal th- that's not really a normal thing mostly what affects the story is whether characters die or not. right which, you know which that makes that- sense um, yeah, that has a large effect on the story. Yeah, but I'm pretty good at making my characters not die, uh, right. especially because you know you have the rewind ability. Uh, I think in in this uh, in, in this one you have a rewind ability through like a dragon time crystal, 
or some shit. See, that's not something I, I, I don't think I've ever seen that before is a rewind. Well, they, so they had a rewind ability in three houses as well, which was the first, okay. uh, fire Emblem game that I played. So, right. Uh, yeah. So I, I've never played a game without one. But yeah, you you can rewind and, and save your characters if you mess up, which which is not, and I don't actually know how many fucking times I can do it in a single fight. I think the most I've right. done it is three, but at least in three houses, like as you got progressively better, you basically leveled up and you got more power to rewind with. But it made sense. Weird. In in three houses, that made sense with your character because it was part of your ability uh as like a uh the leader well as like a sort of divine being like a a god is basically infused with you and that's like yeah usually that's the case with the main character uh, of of fire still true yeah three houses you're literal a literal god reincarnation exactly that's basically your power uh in this one you're Still a, a a reincarnation of a dragon, essentially. You're you're a, a divine dragon. Uh, but mm-hmm. the power comes from a crystal that you pick up that the enemy dropped, like in like the second scene of the entire fucking game. Uh- okay. Yeah, I I wonder what timeline it takes place in because not all fire. Well, no, because it must take place in the same timeline as Mars. It takes place um, in like so- the same timeline as like a shitload of them, I guess. Because all yeah, of that the would, emblems yeah. are other Fire Emblem characters. So, like, Marth is in there, Roy is in there, Ike is in there, Leaf is in there, Sigurd is in there. Uh, mm-hmm. What is her name? Like, Sigurd's Celia Sigurd's or great. something? Celia. Celia? Yeah. yeah. Like, there, there's, I mean, yeah. there's 12 emblems, so it takes place in that timeline. <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah, because, like, not all Fire Emblem games take place in that timeline. Right. Um, so so that's interesting. Yeah, it's a Fire Emblem lore is really fucking weird. Yeah. Didn't we try to? Didn't we do a Fire Emblem game? Yes, video? we did a video on Treesicle called like "Who the fuck is Byleth?" Basically. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's whatever. Uh, I don't think it did. No, well. it didn't. And I don't remember. Did it. I write that? I one? don't know. Either don't you or I right. did, but I don't remember who. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Basically, it's it's definitely in that like you know primary timeline i think mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. And, and they definitely like I, I i think three houses was sort of like an offshoot of the fire emblem games in general like it was much more of a uh you know a balance between your fighting and then there's like the social aspect where you're running around and and you're the teacher to all of these uh people in your army basically so you're helping them level up their abilities and teaching them and, and figuring out what classes are best for them. That's a much bigger part of three houses than it is in this game so far. Right, uh, right. Like in, in this game, it's just like, I don't even know. Like there's so many fucking classes and it's not really well explained which classes are best or, or like how to level them up at all. Whereas in three houses, it's very fucking obvious what class does what and like the tier system. Uh, to to which it's, this sounds more like a standard fire. Yeah, emblem I think game, it is. Like the new one does. Yeah, because not all fire emblem games are good. Yeah, you know, like Awakening was fucking amazing. That was like their. I think Awakening was their um their main push to get fire emblem into a Western audience mm. because they just couldn't fucking do it for like. Th- 
25 years. It's like there was a small faction of people. It was a lot like Monster Hunter, right. you know, where there was a small faction of people in, in the United States that fucking loved uh, Fire Emblem. But for everybody else, it was just like it was just a tactical RPG that was fucking hard as shit. Right. You know, <laughs> like because your characters died and that pisses off people in, in the West, because in the West, we want a happy ending. We right. want everything to wrap up. Right. And if your characters fucking die, you know, it's uh. Ranch says, uh, if I remember uh, right, Awakening was supposed to be the last one if it didn't sell well. You know what? I think I remember hearing something like that. It's possible. Right. Well, uh, um, Awakening sold really well. And I think Three Houses also sold really well. You know, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. Like, we could look it up really quick what the best selling Fire Emblem game is. It was probably Three yeah. Houses just because it was either Awakening or Three Houses because. Uh, it, you know, it probably was three houses because Awakening yeah, houses. needed to open the doors. Yeah, that doesn't yeah, surprise me. The game me. Switch made install uh, base $656 million in revenue. So, fuck. It did yeah. real good. Everybody got paid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Comparatively, so, thing- if I can find it... Uh, let's see if I can find it. Uh, main series, Switch, Fire Emblem, three houses. Awakening sold point. Uh, three five million, and then copies. Yeah, copies. Oh, okay. Uh, and then Fire Emblem Fates, the one after that for the 3DS, sold three point three million. Uh, and Damn. and then uh, I hated that game. Apparently, Fire Emblem Echoes sold point seven five. Million? So Fire Emblem Echoes was a remake of an old Fire okay, Emblem. Okay, yeah, there's like an that was like a fan favorite. So I okay, yeah. So we'll we'll not count that one, but that was 2017. And then uh, Three Houses sold 3.82 million. So they've been progressively selling more and more. And yeah, you can see before Awakening, the top selling game sold almost a million. It looks like. See, that's the thing that I, that I was talking about in the punk rock cartoons video is that like when people are only make or when Japanese companies are only making things for the Japanese public, they're not going to make as much money as they do when they get shit sold in the West right. because there's just more of us, you know, like so. But then they start catering to people in the fucking West and it kind of it, it dilutes the authenticity of something that is just wholly Japanese, right. you know, and that that sucks like i really hope that globalization doesn't ruin japanese culture because japanese culture is fascinating i totally Um, the things that they put out are great Uh, yeah yeah that being said i do think at least so far i like three houses better than uh engage but i'm not disliking engage you know engage looks really impressive for the yeah, switch it looks like, good i, I it was plays watching well like the 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 uh combat system is good you know uh yeah. the, there's yeah, this yeah. rock paper scissors style thing with uh swords lances and axes where i i believe it's axes are better than swords lances are better than axes and then swords are better than lances so you can basically uh break somebody's stance if you use the right weapon against them and it and they drop their weapon, so then they can't counterattack for the rest of that round. So if you hit somebody with the right move or with the right character first, even characters that have the wrong weapons afterwards can attack, and they'll do... and they won't get counterattacked. 
They'll do like the full damage. Well, and shit. well, it's it's just you know it, every single uh, fight in there is there's always you get to attack and then they get to attack or they get to attack and mm-hmm. then you get to attack on every single turn, right? There's always a counter attack, yeah. but you can stop the counter attack if you attack with the right weapon. And then I think it's uh, oh. like un uh, unarmed people, like, like you know uh, martial arts people, uh, mm-hmm. break bows, magic. And knives, I believe. Okay. Uh, and I don't think anybody can break unarmed people. I see. So, so is what unarmed like a monk class? Yeah, have, like, like a really martial high arts HP and shit class. It, like it's it's kind of a weird class because it's like half monk, half either magic or healing. They're not really just one okay. class. So like my right. my main martial arts character is also my main healer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, I mean even even since even since awakening like the whole like waifu thing has been like escalated so fucking much mm. in Fire Emblem, you know, like uh, it, and uh, the thing is, is that it's still like censored over here in the West. I don't know if there's been as much censorship in, in this engage in engage as there was in like awakening and like other shit. But um, actually, no, there, there is censorship in engage. Uh, I did see like a romancing type thing between <laughs> you and one of the characters from the old games who I believe is like fucking 11 or something like that mm. which has been changed pretty drastically yeah, in the english one definitely some good. like party some of your team is like fucking 10 years old yeah i mean yeah. that's pretty typical for a fire for like for most fire emblem games like i think uh i mean the child class again the child uh fighters in awakening and i believe there was uh child fighters in fates as well like they were like hybrid combos of the parents mm. you know um so they were like crazy strong you just had to level them up through um you know like scenarios like there was a like, there was essentially like these like past bubbles so you could like send your kids to the past it's like shit like or the future i don't well, fucking there's nothing know like man. that it was so weird so far <laughs> in this that you just happen to recruit like your two of the first people you get are child characters and then i, I picked yeah. up one more kid just like through uh paralogs you know uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, kid. Here's a sword. Well, I mean, basically, <laughs> yeah, a like you do a paralog, and, yeah. and the, this kid's dad is a doctor, and the kid is good at healing, so now he's your healer. Yeah. Uh, although it, anybody who can wield the staff can be a healer in this game. That's the only way to heal in this game. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Or at least the the only way that I've found. It's not like. There are at least so far. There's no spells for healing. I haven't found like any spell spells for that. And uh, all of like my magic users, they don't get new spells as they level up. You find new tomes, and the tomes are spells. Right. I think I I think I remember a mechanic like that <clears throat> that was like utilized before. Yeah. If I remember correctly. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Well, I'm excited to see what yeah, you think I, of the I'm rest excited. of the game. I mean, I'm obviously gonna play it all the way through. Um. I don't think it's going to have the same replayability that Three Houses did because, like, with Three Houses, depending on the house that you played with, the story drastically changes. Uh, yeah, yeah. There was a Fates had that too. There was two 
um, there's two factions and fates, the, the, so you can either play thing, on one side or the other. I, it wouldn't surprise me, because I haven't looked up any spoilers or anything. I bet you there is a point at which you can choose which path you take, and I think it has to do with why your hair color is like blue and red, you know? And I Why you're to- Todoroki or yeah, whatever? Yeah, and I bet, depending on the path you take, your hair and eyes become either all one color or all the other, you know? Oh, that'd be interesting, yeah. And, like, huh. I'm just fucking guessing here, but basically the main story is, like, you're a divine dragon, your mom was a divine dragon, and you're trying to beat the fell dragon, and it wouldn't surprise me if you could end up becoming either the next divine dragon or the next fell dragon, and that is the hair color uh, choice. Interesting. But I don't yeah, know for sure, that sounds cool. obviously. I mean, it's, uh, that that sounds like a good, uh, good guess, yeah. so... Sounds it's like oh, your, your hair is blue and red, and one eye is blue, one eye is red. Gee, I wonder who your dad is. Be interesting oh, yeah. if your dad was the fell dragon and your mom was the divine dragon. <laughs> then you got to choose which one you got to do. I don't know, but I'm just guessing here. <laughs> did you get to uh, did you get to play anything else? You've just been mostly uh, focusing uh, on that. That has been my primary focus. I think I don't remember last time if we talked about it or not, but uh, Jack and I started playing uh, It Takes Two, and that's super fun. Uh, like we got through the first level, which was great. You fight a vacuum cleaner. Uh, it, it's it's very fun. It's very like user friendly. Basically, anybody who has played a platformer of any kind before can play that game. Uh, mm-hmm. but it's not necessary. That doesn't necessarily make it easy. You know, it's a it's at a very good difficulty that makes it really fun. Um, right. And then I just like one day a week. I'm basically playing uh through. Uh, Divinity Original Sin with uh, Ryan, Toby, and Bauer, some friends of mine, where like, we just get together and for like three hours we play and then inevitably somebody's like, well, I gotta walk my dog, or, well, I, I have to, I have work <laughs> tomorrow, or you know, whatever. We're, 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 we're all old now and we have fucking responsibilities. Right, right. But yeah, th- that's so, the basic so- stuff. That game's so fucking fun to play with friends, though. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've never I've never fucked around with it before. It's such um, a good. I mean, it's basically D and D the game, but like it's like a you know set storyline. But like you can class into whatever the fuck you want. You want to be a fucking warrior knight style, go for it. You want to be a necromancer, go for it. You want to be a mage that has, uh, you know, water healing and buffing powers mixed with like aerothurge like lightning powers, go for it. You want to be a fucking uh, pyromancer? You can do that. Like, you want it? You want to be a fucking archer, a huntsman style guy? You can do that. You want to be a scoundrel thief? You can do that. You want to be a fucking polymorph character that, like, uses fucking chicken claw abilities and, and fucking bullhorns and shit and you can grow wings? You can do that. Like, there's so many classes you can take and then you can mix Can I work match. at the wiener schnitzel? Because uh, that's what's important to me. I don't know if wiener schnitzel exists yet. Damn. Yeah, you gotta get that. You gotta get the Wiener Schnitzel huts in that yeah. game. That's 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 the class. But I that, be. that game Schnitzel. is so versatile that like if you play D anD D, you can play D anD D. Like there's a DM Oop. mode in that where you you can create campaigns for people to play. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, interesting. So uh, there's a new game that a lot of people are talking about called Hi-Fi Rush. I actually saw it on Steam. Um, before anybody started talking about it, I immediately put it on my, uh, you know, my wish list. So I'm gonna pick it up later. It's like a, it's like a action platformer rhythm game. Okay, um, what's it called? That's like, 
Hi-Fi Rush. Hi-Fi Rush. Uh, and it you looks, look it up on YouTube. It looks fucking dope. Yeah, it looks really, really, really fucking cool. So I think I'm gonna, I think I'm going to buy that and play it. Um, right now, so so I've been streaming a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so there's like there's been pretty pretty decent amount of people in the Twitch. So what I'm streaming right now is um, Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrade on the PS5. Uh, I got a new capture card for it, so it, like it looks beautiful. Um, that's been a lot of fun. We just got to the part where uh, Aerith comes in. And that's where we like bookmarked it last time. So whenever I stream that next, uh, that'll be, that'll be a lot of fun. Thanks K dog. I appreciate that. Um, thank you for coming to the streams. Um, and then in the mornings I've been doing, uh, more like retro stuff. So I have beat Donkey Kong country. Um, we beat super Mario world. Uh, we just beat super Metroid. And I think the next game I'm going to start for that, uh, unless I can get Sammy to figure out like when he's available for streams. Cause he's been subscribed to us for t- like over two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and JM also, uh, has a game that I, I told him I would stream. So I got to figure out when they're available or like when they would want to watch. Cause Sammy wants me to play bloodstained, which is like a totally, uh, good one yeah. to do. Oh yeah. We also Sam beat uh, Yoshi's cool. Island. It, it looks fucking it sick, looks like right? It's like playing in like a motion comic book. Like Yeah, yeah. Sick. Hi-Fi Rush. It looks it looks yeah. really fucking dope. Um but yeah, we beat we beat Yoshi's Island as well. That was really fun. Um and then I'm also playing the new Dead Space remake. So the Dead Space remake is fucked sick. It's like I mean the atmosphere, the mood, everything is really great. I'm like there is a little bit of I'm playing it on Steam. There is a tiny bit of stuttering uh mm. that shouldn't be there as far as I'm concerned. Like, you know, I have a pretty powerful PC. I also got a 3080. Um there's no reason that I can't play it at, you know, 4K. Yeah. Um like, 165 hertz like yeah so there there is a little bit of stuttering i think it's happening when like there's loading in the background um but yeah the dead space remake is a lot of fun um i'm thinking about like maybe keeping that to like friday saturday nights Mm. uh because you know more people are around it's like a time where they're like really looking for like you know good entertainment and watching me shit myself is always fun um, cause I get really scared <laughs> with horror games, uh, like bad. Um, not that dead space is like the scariest game I've ever played, but it's so dark and shit comes at you from fucking nowhere. And there are alien babies that are pretty terrifying. Um, but yeah, it's a, that's a lot of fun. Um, and final fantasy seven is always is, is fantastic, but yeah, I've just been, I've been enjoying playing and beating a lot of games, but I really am thinking, uh, maybe a link to the past mm. will be my next, uh, retro game for the mornings. Um, and that, that will keep me for a while. You know, I think a lot of the other, like Yoshi's Island took a bit. Um, that's a pretty, it's not the longest game in the world, but it does get longer and a little bit more difficult towards the end. Right. But I think we, we did Metroid in like two streams. Yeah. That's impressive. Like, and the first stream, the first stream wasn't that long. I mean, I didn't, I didn't do a hundred percent run at all. No, um, but it, it, which made it more difficult. Like it made it a lot more fucking difficult. That Ridley fight was awful. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It, it's a fun and time. Maybe I'm we're going to do Portal um, today. Yeah, we, we were talking about. Well, we were, weren't we talking about doing that on Tuesday? Because I needed to play Final Fantasy tonight to make people fucking oh, remember what the uh, hell's going on in yeah, the game. That could probably Tuesday or work. Wednesday. Wednesday, I don't believe I can do. But right, okay. Well, the other thing is we can do it at any time of the day as that, well. Yeah, you know, 
it'd be better to do it at night because that's when people are more active but i mean we've had around 22 viewers this entire time you know as well as the people that are in the in the the patreon Patreon chat also what's up up, kit Kit? yeah um but yeah so so that's been a lot of fun as far as playing anything on my own um yeah no i don't think since i beat god of war i've played anything on my own oh we also beat uh trek to yomi that game was fucking sick Mm. dude that game was really cool it was like uh I don't even know how to explain Trek to Yomi. So it's like an old uh, Edo period or maybe even Sengoku period um, samurai game by Devolver Digital, which is highly like story driven and atmosphere driven where it like it looks like a Kurosawa film. Um, It's it's not like open world like uh, Ghost of Tsushima is. It's it's more of a it's more of a structured experience, but the combat is fucking sick. The story is super duper cool. It looks absolutely gorgeous and it's cheap. It's like 20 bucks. So I really, really recommend everybody go and pick up Trek to Yomi. If, if you're okay with action games, because like, I think you, I think you'll have a hard time if you don't like, um, like kind of like parry mechanics, you know, like, like you really got to get the parry down for that. So if that's not your jam, um, Actually, they might have, uh, they might have, like ability settings where, like, you know, oh, I just want the story mm. kind of deal, like with God of yeah, War and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. They might have some kind of like God mode for it, but, um, yeah, I recommend it a bunch. Nice. But uh, oh, what's up, Revelio? Hey, first time tune in. Cheers from Bumfuck Middle of Europe at 11 p.m. Hell yeah, we love yep. Bumfuck Middle of Europe. What's what is that, Belgium? <laughs> is that the middle of europe belgium i don't know uh, I, I also just wanted to show you uh it looks like the one piece the first poster for one piece uh live action on netflix just came out oh interesting 2023 that's uh is it 2023 it's, it's 2023, 2023 man. man gross i hate that for us uh, netherlands <laughs> is uh the bumfuck middle of europe got it oh i see i see yeah. hell yeah Actually, I think we have a decent amount of people, and we have some people in the Netherlands. yeah, definitely We've got Luthi out there, and yeah, yeah. Um, what what was I gonna say? Oh, speaking of Netflix, last thing uh, I guess is uh, I started watching that '90s show. Why? Um, because I love that '70s show. Right, like that so '70s show is one of my spoil, favorites. You know your memories of that '70s show with that '90s show. It's a, it's actually not that bad. Not um, that bad. So Red <laughs> no well okay so it's not as good it's not as good as that 70s show because it doesn't have those super duper distinct personalities that worked in that 70s show so like you had kelso was a dog hyde was an asshole jackie was a bitch eric was a dork donna was kind of like you know the girl next door love and fez was the weird foreign guy now you have a uh, gay asian um you have uh eric's daughter who is kind of Eric. She's a good mix to Eric and Donna. Okay. You know, she's got kind of like the assertiveness of Donna with like the baby deer uh-huh. of, yeah, of yeah, yeah. Eric, you know, um, you have Kelso's kid who is like oh, Kelso and Jackie's kid. Okay. Mind you. All right. Um, because yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and, and also you get appearances. Like they, oh, I was they all say, come like, back. I assume yeah. that they come back then. Yeah, yeah. Eric and Donna have been in a couple episodes. Like the whole thing is like uh Eric and Donna's 
Donna's Eric and Donna's daughter Leia um, (laughs) stays with Red and Kitty for the summer in Point Place and like makes friends yeah yeah because like you know they live in like Chicago or something like that so I'm not entirely sure yeah 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 um so it's 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 really fucking it, it's it's fun it's fun right. uh when fez when fez comes back it, it's hilarious um you know like i just i've just been enjoying it it's 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 better than season seven of that 70s show or season eight whatever it was like when there was no more kelso there was no more eric i don't think donna was yeah donna was around yeah. but then they gave remember that blonde dude that they had basically yep. fill in for mm-hmm. what was his I name yeah that season fucking sucked yeah. you know it's better than that it's better than that and um there are there are funny things that like you know if you were born and lived in the 90s that you'll pick up on like they're always drinking capri sun <laughs> okay that's, <laughs> you know, that's like, pretty funny yeah but it's it's again it's like you know that 70s show was kind of um it was kind of low-key about it like being the 70s other than the fact that you know like eric would talk about how he loves sticks and right. star wars and you know all that shit like um in this one like every once in a while you'll see the uh the, the kind of hide fill-in girl um wearing a wearing a green day shirt or something mm. like that you know what i mean with like do, they, do wearing they a green day dookie shirt any, like transitions like you know how they have like the 70s transitions with like the psychedelic stuff yeah of course okay yeah 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 yeah. they got that um they what did decide like? so they, they like what type of transitions are they they pretty much just you know it's just them dancing same thing they always oh, okay. did just like a little you know a little different um obviously because it's it's 90s they had a rave episode uh that was pretty funny like it was just it's it's a good it, it's it's fun you know it's fun it's nostalgic and and red and kitty are fucking awesome I, they were the uh, heart this whole, of the fucking old show yeah i mean like yeah yeah they had the, this whole episode based around like you know kitty's trying to figure out how to use a computer you know that kind of like you know like the old windows 95 yeah Yeah, it's so so you know it like it's a lot better than that 80s show fair which had nothing to do with the series you know like like i don't know if you've ever watched that 80s show i I think it was the acting debut it it sounds like they're trying to stay true to the original concept of the show and that's nice yeah 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 and and you know it's so weird like topher grace um doesn't look like he has aged a fucking day dude it is so weird mm. like he literally looks like he came out of the last season of that 70s show he looks exactly the yeah. fucking same but you know what i bet that's because he hasn't done anything <laughs> since spider-man 3 you know like he like he he's not stressed he hasn't done, he hasn't fucking done dick anything yeah since, has he been in anything other than other? Probably. Let me, let me, but I, I don't think so. I feel like I would have known, you know, I think, I think he was just like disgraced after, uh, after fucking, I, well, okay. You got that 70s show, Spider-Man three home economics, uh, which is a show that's ongoing since 2021. Um, obviously that 90, 90 show black Klansman. Uh, apparently Topher Grace is in Black Clansman. <laughs> the fuck is what? Black Clansman? B L A C K K K Clansman. Yeah. Okay. Uh, an African American police officer from Colorado Springs uh, successfully managed to infiltrate the local Ku Klux Klan branch with the help. Uh, yeah, this is a movie. Um, with the help of a Jewish surrogate who eventually becomes its leader based on actual events. Okay. All right. 
but interesting. Next year, uh, based party. on a crazy outrageous, <laughs> yeah, black clansman. I feel like we would really have to do uh, a big explanation. Yeah, on that yeah, one. we would. Um, Donna definitely looks a touch older if you look at her eyes. I think. Well, I think Donna was one of the older characters on the show. Yeah, I think so, so, like when when that '70s show started, I believe ashton kutcher was like 19 and myla kunis was 16 she lied yeah, yeah, she lied to get on that show yeah so like she's not that much older than you and i oh no no i know she's yeah not. yeah like, like, yeah she, she was it's pretty weird. young for that show uh yeah i mean because and, and since we then, were like i don't think she's done like she mainly does voiceover she's work, done a lot like, at this point she's she's done a lot dude she was a black swan well yeah but i feel fucking, like uh, nowadays she just does a lot of voiceover work i think yeah i don't know if she's been i think i think black swan was like her big yeah. like i am an actor yeah you know with like natalie like, portman and stuff isn't she the in family guy I think she's married to yeah, well, she she does Meg. Yeah, she does Meg. Uh, I know that she was doing her own NFT thing for, like, oh, Stone, course, Cat, and stuff. Well, her and Aston Kutcher have always been, like, if there's cutting-edge shit, they're in on it, you know? Yeah, That's yeah. their thing. Like, Aston Kutcher has always been, like, an investor for new technology. I mean, Interesting. he was, uh, like, one of the first investors for Twitter, I think. Was it? Pretty sure. Inter- yeah, th- I, th- I believe I remember yeah. that. Yeah. You know, for a man that beautiful to have no fucking Me Too shit going on, good for him. You know, mm. thank good. I'm glad Ashton Kutcher is a good guy. You know? Yeah. You see, and and if there was something going on with him, it would have been found out because he's like a big, you know, he's a big well, fucking Well, him man. and, and Neil like, Jonas have been buried forever. I think mm-hmm, they just mm-hmm. have like, you know, kids and, and that's their fucking life. Do they have kids? Oh, yeah. Definitely. God, I can't Im- imagine what their fucking kids are gonna look like. What? They're, they're fucking, an- they must look like the most beautiful angels that have ever fucking existed on the on the face of this Ashton planet. Kutcher um, kids. Yeah, the guy who played Hyde they had have me too stuff. He's Wyatt done. Kutcher and Dimitri Kutcher. Oh, two boys. Yeah. God, they're gonna grow up to look just like fucking Ashton Kutcher, dude. Uh, that's not the worst thing in the world. Punked, punked 2.0, dude. Coming in, <laughs> coming in. 12 years. Can't wait. <laughs> do you remember what? Do you remember Fez's show after that 70s show? Do you remember the show no. that he did on MTV? Yo, Mama. I don't remember that. At it was all. like, it was like, it was like a rap battle, except it was like a Yo, Mama joke rap battle. Yeah. The only thing, and it was terrible. The only thing that I've seen <laughs> Aston Kutcher or Mila Kunis do like recently that I actually watch is like. They both did, uh, within the last couple of years, they both did interviews on Hot Ones. Oh, okay. Uh, which was very funny. I can't remember what, he's, what exactly the question was, but, like, uh, Sean Evans asked uh, Ashton Kutcher something, and then he asked Mila Kunis the same question, like, you know, a couple months later, whenever they did her interview. And yeah. and Ashton Kutcher was, was behind her like in, in like the crowd listening and she was like he said that that's not fucking true and then she and then she like <laughs> looks over and she's like what the fuck are you talking about and he's like i'm not here <laughs> jm remembers yo mama of course you do this is your favorite show i guarantee it this show fucking was so bad dude <laughs> anyway well that's enough celebrity gossip for the uh for the episode yeah, i would say so um yeah thanks everybody so much for 
listening. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in on stream. Thank you so much to our lovely patrons who make this show possible, and in particular, uh, our Patreon listener tier, uh, JM, Lord Icarus, Ranch, Kit, Filibuster. Bronte was in here for a little while. Thank you guys a ton. Um, and yeah, uh, if you want the show to continue, please check us out on Patreon. Um, you know, if you're on one of the podcast things, rate us five stars, leave us a review, that kind of shim sham. You can help us out if you like delicious drinks, gamer sups, code BPOP for 50 Don't know. What is it? Can't remember. It's a, it's a percent off. Use our code. Get the mango. Uh, it'll be dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the yeah. melon. Be, be, a, be a king. Be a king or a queen. Help, help you boys. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's it for this week. Thank you guys so much. And we... We'll catch you next time. Goodbye. Now we got to remember to stop the uh, audio recording.